solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Chapter 28 The Madness of Mr. Crouch Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. I'm Molly. And this is Potter Watch. You were so prompt on it. Like, so ready. <laughs> I was prepped. I was excited to talk about this chapter. Um, I do have to give a disclaimer. Not a disclaimer. I have a, a little letter to the, oh, okay. to, the, to the readers. Okay. Or to the listeners. Oh, boy. We're well, starting off great. Listeners and readers. Listeners, Fans. readers, people that have had this conversation with me. Um, dear world, I think that when you are wrong, it is best to come out and say it and admit it. And while there are some things I am not wrong about, like the presence of Daphne Greengrass in the Harry Potter series, I have been wrong in the past when I said things such as, Crumb was dumb. And... Unfortunately, as you all know, I have been a Snape sympathizer. And past loyalty has made me hold strong to keeping Snape within my favorite characters of the Harry Potter series. And I today have to let that go and cut him from the list. And this has been a long time coming. I'm done. Okay. Signed, Alex Reeves. This is huge. It's, I have been knowing it for so long. Because we touched it at last? I know, and I just, I've been in such deep denial about it. Like, guys. Do you think you're going to hold on to this by the end of the series? Like, book seven? Yeah, I mean, I still really love Princess Tale. Because I do think, like, Snape's arc is well constructed. But then I think about... I think about all of the horrible things he says. And there's one friend in particular um, in college, our friend Sim, shout out, um, who we used to get in huge fights over Snape. And the thing is, he was just so right. And I was just so stuck in my way. Did you tell him this? Recently? Oh, no, absolutely not. You I had to been... listen to the podcast. <laughs> he has to listen to the podcast to get this like <clears throat> vitriol. Yeah. Um, wow. Wow, this is huge. Yeah. So um, I just want to let everyone know that um, purple has been my favorite color since I was six, and I decided to ditch pink, and I say it's my favorite color. It's not your favorite color. Exactly. I say it's my favorite color, and I hold to it, and I don't even really have any kind of um, real liking for purple over other colors anymore but i keep saying it because i've been saying it since i was sick six but as, as long as i've known you've said that red color that crimson color i is your always favorite. say it's my favorite color to wear oh but it's clearly my favorite color clearly clearly but it's got to be purple because That's i what you said i said when i was six and i had already ditched purple so i could i mean i'd already ditched pink so I couldn't go couldn't back. Ditch another color. I couldn't ditch another color. I mean this with no condescension, but I'm really proud of you. This is like it's like huge to have to like publicly I, say something like that. Thank you, thank you. I mean, I've had my small moments on the show of just being like, Holly Berry wasn't in. <laughs> 
um, Whitney Houston wasn't in The Wiz. No. <clears throat> Things like that. <laughs> but, yeah, so... But if I Daphne upset Green anybody... Grass isn't in the books. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I've always said that. <laughs> you know what? Um, yeah, so for anybody who still really is a huge Snape fan, there's no judgment here, but going through this read-through in particular has really, really opened my eyes to things I was just fully blind to because of, and we quote for the 1,000th time, Alan Rickman of it all. I also, like, take issue with the idea that he's like like this great arc of a character like I think Dumbledore is a much better character like in terms of like how she writes him it's like I think he's much more interesting yeah you're right I I just think that Snape's is still pretty too um 2d whereas Mm -hmm. like like a character like Dumbledore is like more three-dimensional yeah Um, and I'm like I don't argue that he went on a great arc like or like more not even an arc like a twist like it was a very interesting yeah. twist it's not really an i feel like the main thing is that snape's like redemption arc happens like before we meet snape and so he's yeah. just still in like his biggest redemption yeah which is the choice to help harry despite his right. feelings for his parents and we don't even really see that arc so he doesn't i guess have a great arc And he's still an asshole. Like, if I was to say, like, who I think is the best written character, I would definitely say Dumbledore, I think. But he's not my favorite character. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think he's probably the most interesting in terms of how she writes him. And, like, he does have twists, but it's, like, different to to me. Um, Or even, like, Neville. Like, I think Neville has a really nice arc. Neville has a nice arc. I still hold that, like, the Malfoy Malfoy. family has a really nice arc. Well, Malfoy himself has... Yeah. And we also get more... You see the whole arc of Malfoy. But even Dumbledore, you don't get to see the whole arc. But it's, again, We're kind of getting it now with Fantastic Beasts, and I'm really enjoying that, Um, obviously. And I think Snape would be, like... It would be cool to see a prequel... For a lot of characters, but Snape would be one of them mm-hmm. to see him before he is Dumbledore's ally. Um, oh, like when he's still in the dark. Yeah, I. Yeah, or just a, as a student, like I think all inst- of it. Instead of saying Snape has a good arc, I would say he's an interesting character because I never really know what's going inside, going on in his head. Like you don't know what. Like he's I don't know what thinking. really besides the whole Lily situation. Which, you know, for, he was a good mystery because until the prince's tale, we didn't know what any of his motivations were and we right. couldn't really figure him out. And then, and even, we still don't and then even after that, I don't know. Like with Harry Yeah, like I just don't believe that he was ever really like, oh, I'm for the Dark Lord and his, and his mission. So I don't know what his motivations were. What were, what were his decision making? What was it like being a Death Eater for him? What were, you know, what were those choices? Oh, I think for sure he was good at it and he was valued and he had never been valued before. Right. I think that's that's what it is. But, but, but to like make that choice based on that alone, I would be interested in seeing that. I mean, I think it's like anyone that joins a cult. It's like, well, how did they get here? But if you look at like how vulnerable they were when they were approached, like it makes perfect sense. And I think that even though Snape puts on this like hard face, he was so vulnerable and so neglected that he was a prime candidate and he was super talented. Um, Yeah. Nope. Yeah. So. 
And, and nobody had ever really, I think, recognized that. Probably even at school, nobody was like, oh, you're really smart. Mm-hmm. Like, I doubt. I don't think he was in Slug Club or anything. <laughs> even though he was, was I, I'm probably sure, amazing I at he was potions. in Slug Club. I doubt it. That's fair. But he would be so good at potions. I am but I feel like he was so friends. unlikable yeah. that he, Slughorn didn't care how talented he was. That No, that makes a lot of sense. So... Yeah, definitely interesting to look at, but I've never listed him as a favorite character. But I, I, I never, like, really, like, went at it with you, because I was like, that's fine. Everyone, I mean, like, in, in, ge- like, I in general. I definitely told you I disagree yes. with you. Yes, I mean, and there is something to be said for maybe I was digging my heels in so much, because, like, everyone does sure. have a right to their own opinion, and it's such a debated thing in... The, it is fun to debate. Yeah, it's fun it's to debate. It's kind of fun to be contrarian. Yeah. But it's just, like, it's been, like, two... It's a line drawn in the sand, because there are, like, a slew a of Snape, you know, what we what they call Snape sympathizers, which is a... Yikes. Is a rough <laughs> term. And it's, well, and it's hard to say, like, he's a favorite, and then, like feel like you have to defend him even though what you're saying is like you don't necessarily think he's a good person Person. yeah but by kind of saying he's your favorite character I mean I do that a little bit with Game of Thrones like I love Cersei like but I mostly just like enjoy watching her I think she's really entertaining yeah but that's also because she's kind of crazy like way different than Snape (laughs) well and then I was looking at my other characters that I like that I felt like I liked in the same way as Snape and they're not really the same in terms of redemption arc because I was like for Game of Thrones as an example I was thinking of like I really enjoy Jamie and watching mm-hmm. Jamie's arc but it's like completely different it's like opposite yeah that's a good what? point though about how it's it's already happened and so he's like constant in the entire series yeah um which is interesting in and of itself that like he's you think he's um, not constant, but he mm-hmm. is one of the most constant characters. Him and, like, McGonagall mm-hmm. are in very different ways. Just, like, they don't change. Like, they're exactly who you expect. Um, but for him, he has a much more intricate backstory of why, how he got to that cons- point. Consistency. Yeah. Oh, so great to talk about. Wow. And he has a... Awful moment in this chapter. Right, which is why I, I just wanted... I This is not the best chapter to do it. Right, I, I was like, say, this is the breaking point? Yeah, this, this wasn't... My breaking point happened a while ago, but I just was like... Um, I have it in my notes when he comes up. I was just like, I'm filled with so much shame. I need to um, relieve myself of this burden um, so I can stop having to defend myself. Wow, do you feel better? I do. I feel like a weight has been lifted and Sirius has risen to his proper place as sole favorite character. Same. (laughs) How trite is that? But I don't care at all. (laughs) I don't care. He's beloved because he's lovable. Like, I don't know. Because he dies before his prime. Stop. That is part of it, though. Like, you never... He doesn't ever fall for for us. Because he doesn't get a chance to. Yeah, but it's I kind mean, of he like makes... when people say JFK is your favorite president, like because people say that it's like, well, he was only president for like two yeah. years. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I also just like 
the way Sirius is characterized. Oh, like, I has, love him. He yeah. has a he. Yeah, we clearly both. He's love a him. little bit of a baddie. Yeah, he's a baddie, but he's but a, a heart baddie. of gold. Yeah, <laughs> a goodie. <laughs> you know, he's reckless, but he's brilliantly smart. But he's still dependable. Yeah. <laughs> he's the perfect man. <sighs> Just kidding. He's definitely not perfect. Yeah, we'll talk about <clears throat> creature. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but anyway. All right. So um, back to your uh, regularly scheduled programs. We're on chapter 28, The Madness of Mr. Crouch. Yes. I had a hard time coming up with a rename. I think her chapter title is very apt. Like, I yeah. really like her title. I do, too. It's, and it's very British. Like, calling someone mad is yeah. very British. you're mad. Are you mad? Why, yes. Yes, I am. Are you quite all right? You seem a bit mad today. Sorry. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Okay, so what did you rename it? Or should I go first? Mine's not very good. <laughs> go ahead. No, I'm not great either. It's kind of like the same as last week's. Double crossed. That's it. Double crossed. What was yours last week? A crossed bear. <laughs> or Crouch's crossed bear. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't think of what I wanted to actually say. Something about like... You didn't want to do double crouched? <laughs> <laughs> it really is double crouch. Yeah. Two yeah, two crouches. I wanted to do a tale of two like, crouches. <gasps> that that's gonna be good. mine when the full reveal happens. Ooh. I'm gonna write it down. Don't put this Although in tale, don't put this in the It's not re- by that point the other crouches are already dead. Yes, but it's the tale of two crouches. Or it could be a crouch's tale. Ooh. Wait, I think that was mine last today. Last week. Mine was something, I think, similar. Um, oh, no. no. It was something with Crouch in the name. Yeah. Can't remember. Um, my title is... <laughs> title of my chapter is Distress. <laughs> Take it back. Cut. <laughs> um, woo! The title of my chapter is Distress and Delusions. Great. That was much better than mine. I don't think so, but thank you. Double-crossed. <laughs> They, he was double crossed. Yeah, I was trying to like hit on the whole Snape thing, and obviously the Moody Crouch of it all, mm-hmm. and a little bit of Crumb. Do you want to do your haiku first, or do you want me to? Um, I'll go first because um, full disclosure, guys, I forgot to do my haiku, so I just wrote mine very quickly, so it's not good. Um, Granger is harassed. Barty's free, but is to blame. But can we find him? Can we? 
can we? No. <laughs> Yikes. The answer is no. Um. Okay. <clears throat> Hate mail sparks vengeance. Crumbs jelly, but Crouch interrupts. Barty's returns amiss. Okay, that's really good. <laughs> that's really good. I mean, I did it in more than five seconds. I like, particularly love the half line crumbs jelly. <laughs> I just had to throw that in. I had to give some crumb love out there. A crumb of crumb. <laughs> did you say crouch interrupts? Yeah. Ooh, that's a lot. That's good. It's seven. No, no, I, I just okay. meant, like, that's a good, that's a good word. It's a good line filler. Thank you. Um, no, I, you, you were so defensive. You were like, it's seven. I counted it a lot. <laughs> I'm bad at the counting. Like, my last one is iffy. Uh, oh, no, I didn't, I wasn't checking. Because it really should be Barty's return is a miss, but that was too many, so I just said Barty's returns a miss. Like, Barty's returns... Barty's returns. See, let's not focus on it. Okay, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <clears throat> also, like, I talk fast, so it feels like only one syllable, a lot yeah. of words. But it's like, no, it's two. You've got that Gilmore Girls tongue. What are you gonna do? Nothing. Um, but... <laughs> You are able to listen to this episode because the password wasn't too hard. It was maze. That's what the third task is. But if you wanted the hard one, it's crumb gets stunned. <laughs> I left all that stuff in. Oh. Me talking to you quietly about it and then you being like, listeners. Well, I was worried that it was too hard. But I love the quiet talking in. Like, <laughs> Do you think it's too hard? Too hard. Okay, let's get let's, into it. Wow. It's only been like an hour. Wait, guys, this has been a, the slowest recording process. There was a food delivery mishap. There there was Alex's letter to the public. Yeah, we have just, it's taken us so long to get here. It's only been like 20 minutes of recording, but it's Alex got here like over an hour ago. <laughs> I'm glad to start talking about the chapter right now. Yes. It's the madness of Potter Watch. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> Are you in like a Maybelline commercial? <laughs> like Molly's like shaking out her hair. It's just been up all day. Oh, yeah. I just need to let loose. Mmm. Scary spice. Let down that hair. <laughs> okay. My first note, which I've been waiting so long to say, <laughs> Dobby, so good and pure. I know. That's so it. pleased about his socks. Those are all my notes. That's the, you're, we're done. <laughs> so it's fine that it took us this long to get here. Molly only has one note, and it's that Dobby's He's pure. not even in my haiku, but... He's pure. I wanted to include Winky, but I didn't. In your haiku? Yeah. Yeah, I tried to, but then she just... With everything else that happened, she was a blip. Yeah. Um, like, sex a sack, but... <laughs> um, I have some important questions, but... I'm before ready to we, answer. Before we get there, um, I would be so large if I were at Hogwarts. 
But you'd be walking more, I think. Yeah, they do a lot of lot walking. Of it's like college. Yeah. I ate like oh, that's, shit that's in college. True. It is like college. I was so in shape in college, and I ate so terribly. I ate the worst I've ever in my entire life. I remember I used to go to the outtakes, and I would get like two donuts and a, a con- scone. A convenience store on campus. Yeah, sorry. You know, it's like the classic college convenience store, and it had like a made... Um, like a bakery section and I would get two scones and a donut like that's normal that is disgusting at night I would get a Reese's like fast break a pop tart and like a sugary drink and that would be like your snack like a juice a post dinner snack like a naked which I'm like this is healthy it's like got 500 grams of sugar in it and like one vegetable (laughs) that's not true it has so much sugar in it because so it has so many fruits in it. They don't add sugar. They add sugar. Do they? Yeah. Is that true? Pea sure. Look up. Siri I need to know. Siri Griff. Because I yeah. thought it was just that they put such a high concentrated amount of fruits in their stuff that there's so much natural sugar and fruit. I, I'm not saying I'm right, but I just thought that's no, what people I, were saying. I was pretty sure that they... After the fact. Can you look up if they add sugar to naked juices or if it's just all natural sugars? Yeah, I thought that they added it. Like, but after the fact. Like, while I was drinking them, I thought I was being really healthy. And then, like, since then, I've, like, gone to drink them or even looked at them. And I'm like, oh. And I've, like, had them. And I'm like, this is too sweet. Like, I can't. Because I don't actually, like, like that much sweet stuff. But in college, I ate a, I had a higher tolerance. I like their green machine stuff. So. Yeah. That um, one was probably better for you. Naked juices don't add sugar, but they have the exact number amount of grams of sugar as a can of Mountain Dew. Yeah. But that can't all... It's all... You it's sure be- there was no high fructose corn no, syrup? It's, 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 it's because the there's like... natural, but they put a fuck ton of fruit Yeah. In. It's because there's like 90 apples, and so they have such a high... Fruit has such a high... Fr- like sugar content in general and you would never be eating like 10 apples three um bananas and you know you would just wouldn't ever like eat that in a day so when they condense it all into one drink it becomes like an excess and it's not healthy for you anymore supposedly if if the worst thing i did in college which it sounds like for you is get a naked juice then i would be pleased i used to get um, two things of o- packets of Oreos and eat one with milk and one with peanut butter. And I'm lactose intolerant and don't even really like milk. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> but I was in the best shape of my life. So maybe I wouldn't. Maybe I just need to go to Hogwarts so I can eat whatever I want. And just be climbing a million stairs. Honestly, best case scenario. Best case. I mean, I would eat the naked, but I also eat other, like, bad food. Like, for lunch, sometimes I would get onion rings and, like, macaroni and cheese, and that was lunch. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know if I was living my best life, but I was certainly enjoying what I ate. <laughs> I remember that in college, we used to pat ourselves on the back if we went to the subway equivalent. Oh, I mean, I didn't pat myself on the back, but I did go there a lot. 
Well, I would. I would like, buy myself a bag when I went and got a salad. Yeah, we would get a salad, and that would be like best case scenario. But sometimes we'd be like, I got like Mondo's today. It's not so bad. My I went through a whole semester where I pretty much only ate Mondo's, <laughs> so I don't know if that was like good. <laughs> you guys are super interested in this, but just one last. There's a place called Salsaritas. It has like locations outside of. Um, it's like a knockoff Chipotle though, but it's, I, I think it has, it's, it's way better queso than Chipotle. Um, <laughs> Chipotle's queso well, is not Chipotle good. Chipotle only just got queso. It's, and it's not good. Cadoba was probably the best queso. I personally prefer Salsaritas to Cadoba's queso. I would say you're probably in the minority. Well, that's fine. I wasn't trying to make it a competition, but, um, Salsaritas was my Mondo's. And I would eat salsaritas at least, like, once a day. It didn't help that I was a pescatarian, so there were only so many fast food yeah, places is on like campus. Subway. Mondo's is basically a Subway. Like, Subway's not a great place if you're a vegetarian. Like, but, um, they have, like, a vegetarian option, and it's, like, subpar. Right. And so since it was... Um, and salsaritas also usually went very quickly. So, but I yeah, used get to... Get a quesadilla. At night, because it was... For a long time, the 24-hour option, I used to get, like, a huge thing of nachos. Or just late night, not yeah. 24-hour. Oh, yeah. The, sorry, the late night option. But, like, I used to get huge thing of nachos at, like, midnight. What was I thinking? What a life we lived. We were younger then. Anyway. <laughs> um, but... It, this scene where Ron is asking for more eclairs and they're get, going to the kitchens with the house elves makes me think Salad. of our college years. Also, it, almost, it also is, like, better case for them because they're also, like, in the prime of puberty, especially the guys. And, like, yeah. they're throwing back thousands of calories and, like, not gaining any weight. Like, that's, like, l- real for men yeah. going through puberty. How like, rude. at least I think of, like, my brother, who's, like, very thin and just, like, tries to gain weight and can't, like... Yeah. No, that's very true. Um, you know, everybody has a different body and they have their own, like, yeah. struggles. But that was never really the case for me. Like, college did work out because I was, like, doing so much exercise. But, like, I was never the kind of person that could eat whatever I wanted and not gain weight. I wasn't... I, I definitely gained weight in college, like... The thinnest I ever was was definitely, like, high school. Um, yeah. But that's also just, like, probably, like, puberty stuff yeah. as well. <laughs> that's just how life works. Wow. This was a lot. TBD on if it's kept it. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Um, so, back to my important question. Oh, great. Great. Is butterbeer Mike's Hard Lemonade? I think so. <laughs> like butterscotch Mike's hard, hard lemonade. Right, because I have, again, this argument with so many Harry Potter fans where they're like, butterbeer is non-alcoholic. And I'm like, no. They say it's a little bit alcoholic. It's like a wine cooler. Right. So it's Mike's hard lemonade. Or just some, uh, what was that brand? Not Seagram's. Yeah, it is Seagram's. Seabreeze. No, Seagram's is the... Right. Seagram's is the... Oh, Seagram's. But Seagram's is also, like, a brand of vodka. No, they, they make everything. They make gin. Yeah. Ginger ale. Yeah, those and little wine Seagram's coolers. wine coolers. Yeah. Um, and you know what? When I 
was in my youth and childhood drinking a six pack of Mike's Hard Never Lemonade. Never before 21 though, right? No, 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 no. In my youth of 21. <laughs> drinking a six pack of Mike's Hard Lemonade would have also made me a little bit drunk. I wouldn't have been caught dead drinking a six pack of Mike's Hard Lemonade. All right. Well, some of us were cooler than others, <laughs> but I will say that I have drank a six pack of Mike's Hard Lemonade and it did the job. And so I would like us to all stop judging Winky for being a lightweight. <laughs> she is a very small. Nobody's judging her. Creature. Like, and Run. she's half the size of who I ev- what I ever was. So like. Half a quarter. She's like the size of my head. <laughs> Honestly, she's, tiny. she's she's doing she's well for really herself tiny. that she hasn't passed out. Is what I well she does. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely alcoholic, but like not enough that they care that they drink them as like fifteen year olds. Yeah, I mean, and that's pretty like UK standard. It's like Listerine. It's not Listerine. <laughs> Is that that's like ooh. like trace amounts of alcohol? <laughs> I don't know what the percentage is. Maybe like three percent. Like I think that's what wine coolers are. Like I think two percent. I don't know why this Mike's is like heart coming is into more. my head. I Mike's heart is like three. Five. I think Mike's heart is like three point five. I don't know why that came into my head. Monica Padman, can we get a fact check? <laughs> Monica Padman, Siri Griff. Siri Griff oh, is our Monica Padman. He's playing. he's playing a game. Oh, I'll have to be Siri today. Okay, five percent. You're correct. And Seagram's is three point two. So maybe I was thinking of Seagram's, but uh, Mike's Heart is five percent. Mike's Heart, yeah. Was Mike's correct. Heart is like a beer percentage, like a light beer. Yeah. Not a double IPA where you're looking at six, seven percent, eight if you're lucky. Yeah, if you're drinking a double <laughs> IPA or a Belgian triple. You know. If you're real boozy. If you're doing a bourbon barrel, though, we're talking like ten percent. Great ref. I was just about to say bourbon barrel. Um, follow me on Ale Away with me. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> so I'm glad we cleared that up. What has happened to us? Winky is a poor <clears throat> drunk soul. Is that what the majority of your notes are? That she's a poor drunk soul? Yeah, about well, her being drunk. Well, that's all I have to say on the matter of her being drunk, is that she she's living her best life and doing the best that she can in the situation that she's in. Well, I had a comment and then a cue. Okay. My comment is, Harry is definitely nosy. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> is nosy. And Dobby's like, Harry Potter's brave and noble. Harry Potter is not nosy. Harry Potter's one of the most nosiest people. He's That's so, why he finds trouble. He's so nosy. You is nosing. That's it. And he knows that's what he's doing. He's like, yeah. oh, I've got a great idea. I can ask her about crowds. Yeah. <laughs> Which I did think was a good idea. Don't get me wrong, but. Um, side note, Jim Dale's winky voice is so funny. Yeah. Can we get a. You is nosing. Yeah. We can get the real one. Winky keeps her master's secret, she said, mutinously swaying very heavily now, frowning up at Harry with her eyes crossed. You is nosing, you is. Winky must not talk like that to Harry Potter, said Dobby angrily. Harry Potter is brave and noble, and Harry Potter is not nosy. He is nosing. 
into my master's private and secret Winky is a good house elf. Um, I did, I was like, Harry Potter, very clever, um, even though, even drunk, she doesn't give up the secrets, I thought it was good that Harry yeah. asked. Although she slips secrets. A little bit. So oh. many secrets. But my cue is, does Winky know, remember that she met them, and that it was Harry's wand that, uh, BCJ, Barty Crouch Jr., <laughs> Stole. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I see. I it, say no. I think I. Because mm, she's like not even. Even when they met her the last time, like I don't know if she remembers meeting them. I think she definitely remembers like in a sober state meeting them. Right now, I don't think she like knows. Because I'm kind of surprised she doesn't from say anything about the fact that it's Harry Potter. Like you would think that that name recognizes something for her, just in terms of that night and like that BCJ yeah. stole his wand and that's what got her fired. Yeah. Like, she knows why she got fired, and she knows it's not because um, of what they think But she is. also seems, like, smart. Like, I don't think she would forget the face of the... And Harry's already famous. Like, I don't think... Yeah, I think she would know who Harry Potter yeah. is. So, I, she must know. She's just not letting on to that fact. Yeah. I think... Well, right now, I don't think she really is in the right state to... I mean, she... But she is keeping the secrets. Hashtag, Hashtag keep keeping the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> protect the secret. Protect the secret. Well, protect the secrets. Hashtag keep the secret. Uh, she gets it. Why don't they use Winky for promotion for all of because those? Because people hate Winky, apparently. I love Winky. I, I have no I have like, strong I don't, feelings. Yeah, so I, that's, I wouldn't say I love Winky. Like, she's no I like. I like her. Like, I like that she's included. Yeah. And I feel bad for her mostly. Yeah. Um, um, like she I, needs to get it together. Yeah, she's having a rough time. Um, just some, there are some big social commentaries in this chapter, and we've reached our first one. What about Hermione? That later, and then Hagrid's also. No, I meant Hermione with the house elves. Yes, yes, okay. but I'm saying, like, right now, that's what I'm talking about. Um, house elves have no right to be sad when there's work to be done. Big old yikes. But I do think in terms of, like, J.K. Rowling, like, this is a very good chapter to display, like, how, um, I, I want to say politically relevant, but you know what I'm getting at, right? Like, her, these books are. Like, like she, she's doing a good job of being, like, political, you think, in these books? Yeah, or teaching, like, a moral. yeah. A moral stance in these books in a way that is subtle and in ways that I, as I get older and reread them, definitely understand way more. I, I agree, but I am critical of Hermione's role right now. Like, it, yes, so she does Keep the going, whole yeah. thing of because that this was my next thing was like, I don't know if Hermione's methods are good. Uh, she doesn't really understand how stuff, it, it feels very much like. Um, Christian organizations going on mission trips to Africa being like, we're going to save you or we're going to change you without 
understanding the culture. Oh, I definitely agree, and I don't know if that's purposeful. Yeah. That's, that's a, what I'm saying. Because Hermione's not successful in her endeavor for the house elves, and I think it's because she doesn't ever take the time to, like, learn who house elves are and why they do the things they do. Like, she's just like, I'm going to come in and save you. I agree. I think it's a really white... Sa- Hermione's very white saviorist, and um, um, friend of the podcast, Brielle Levenberg, uh, and I had this conversation when we were in college one time where we were like... I think we must have both been reading this, rereading this book at the same time. And or we, we just talk- watched the movie. Yeah. No, it's not in the movie. I don't know. But she, we were talking and we were like, Hermione's kind of like the white girl feminist, like TM in yeah. this, in, in this like fight for the house elves. And I think Dumbledore really handles it in a way that is like more appropriate. Dobby. Like with yeah. Dobby. And let's sort of. Or do- even Creature. Right. Exactly. It's sort of, um. You have to like meet someone on their ground. Yeah, meet and them you where have to at. really put in the effort to understand. Whereas Hermione definitely pushes through, which I think is a one hundred percent realistic approach to injustice when you're faced with it at Hermione's age. Like I'm not like oh Hermione's racist. Right. I'm just like she's doing her best and she yeah. has great intentions. But maybe it is a lesson, and I don't know if I'm giving J.K. Rowling too much credit, but, like, a lesson in... I don't um, know if J.K. Rowling is that aware of it, because it's never called out. Because, mm-hmm. like, Ron calls out what Hermione's doing, but not in, from that angle. Not from the right perspective. A little bit he does. He's, like... I think he he points out that, like, he understands more where house elves are coming from because he's grown up with house elves, like, in the world, but not, like, it shouldn't be really coming from... I think Hagrid understands, like, when when Hermione confronts Hagrid... Yeah, when Hagrid is confronted with it, I think he has a more appropriate answer than Ron. Yeah. And way of looking at it. And I think Harry also like being on the other end where he has no context is sort of like in the middle where he's like if they want to be paid obviously they should be paid but if they don't I'm he's not also gonna, not gonna yeah i'm not gonna make a big stink about it i think if they if she wanted the series to be about this she probably would have spent more time on it and had dobby be that person for hermione but like yeah. obviously this isn't what the book is about and it's just supposed to be a side thing on like slavery is wrong and we should be doing more for it which i think is totally fine like right. i think it's fine that it's this surface level um, even if it is like little white saviory, like I think it's worth doing. And she's not necess- and she's not like getting a pat on the back for it either. Yeah. So it do- that's where the white saviory. Like I'd rather her do this version than like not at all. Right. I think personally, I'd rather her do this version than not at all, and I'd rather see the cracks in it the way we do than it be like, yep. And Hermione saved all the house elves. Right. You know what I'm saying? I the, I think it's like good that she doesn't. They, they don't see her succeed, especially the way she's going about it now, like, which I think is so inappropriate. Like, they yes. are insulted, um, and they're like, get out of here. Like, I think that's kind of good. So maybe in that way, J.K. Rowling is, like, sending, like, a signal. Right, like, they, they're like, they kick them out Even of Even Dobby's, like, embarrassed. Yeah, which I think is why I, I'm kind of giving J.K. Rowling this, um, this credit, because... I think it's really smart to have Dobby be like, I wish you would leave my name out of it. Because that's also another thing is when people like that come into other cultures, they'll like prop up one person. And it's like, I didn't ask for this kind of attention. Like I can't represent every slave or every 
black person or yeah. every, like I cannot be that representation because I don't represent everybody. I represent me kind of that that mentality. Yeah, definitely. Um yeah. Everyone has their own story. Yes. Um but I really do like this scene. I do too. It's a good scene. But yeah, I just wanted to kind of touch on Hermione not being great at her liberation. Yeah. <laughs> Because we talked about it a little bit when she started it, but this, I think, is a better example of how it's, like, not good. Mm-hmm. I mean, her her intentions are good. Um, her methods, I think, are what's lacking. And I hope that if she joins the m- magical creatures thing that she gets better at it. Like, she, I feel like she understands goblins more. I think her biggest issue is often what, you know, people have issue when they, like, look at, like, like, they um, can't not, speak like third world, you know, countries is, like, she, like, pities house elves, which is, I think, where yeah. her and, like, first... You're not able to do this fight on your own, yeah. kind of. And, so, and I think with goblins, I mean, she says it herself, she's like, oh, they, they can stand up for themselves. Like, they're... Right. Like, she holds them to a higher... Yeah. Um, it's a lot of people have this argument for um, a lot of special needs organizations like mm-hmm. that are too much on the advocating side and like uh, people have fault with um, Autism Speaks, which I, I don't really know that much about it, but they're like people with special needs can speak for themselves. Like it doesn't have to be like everybody else making their argument for them kind of and I think definitely with um social media um recently um it's become much more present um the voices of actual people with special needs yeah um I mean there are certainly people that are like nonverbal and yeah and that can't like speak up for themselves but I I'm just in general have seen a lot of that push in social media and have been like trying to make a point to yeah I have to and um to look out for those stories and to hear those perspectives because they're just something that I think we didn't really have a good access to like we don't want to just hear from the mom (laughs) right exactly (laughs) which I don't think that her point of view is invalid but she has a different story to tell exactly yeah wow okay we're really into it now (laughs) couple bourbons deep Um, I just said, now that's a good meal in reference to <laughs> You sound like you are the spokesperson for Hogwarts. Now that's, that's a, a good, good meal. meal. Um, they send Sirius a full ham, a dozen cakes, and some fruit. Yeah. Good, good, good. They're missing some of their food group. He doesn't have a good carb. But well, cake. <laughs> also, cakes, I think, in... UK is more broad. A cake. I think they say cake for like a lot of things. Oh. Kind of like well, a pudding, I'm thinking pie. Pudding means all dessert too. And like pie is like shepherd's pie could be pie. Right. But so I, I think, think a cake, cake is like, is a like an actual like a little pastry. Uh, yeah, I think it's like a little a pastry. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just I was just kidding. Full I mean, ham, like and fruit, good. like good. I do. I have some cues coming up. So about the food? No. Oh wait, I just have one. I just oh, think 
just real quick, Sirius should have asked them for food sooner. Yes. Like, he should have been like, hey, can you send me food instead of eating rats? Like, because Harry would have. Right. I But here, it kind of ties into my cue. Okay. So, first of all, gotta give a shout out to Pig. Good job utilizing your teamwork. I'm so proud With of you, baby. Owls. You're doing so good. However, I think three owls carrying a ham and lots of food is suspicious. <laughs> like, <laughs> who is looking at that like it's normal? <laughs> I also assume I have an owl theory. Okay. I think I should be an aura. Um... <clears throat> Okay, so there's somebody on your Wizards Most Wanted list. Um, yeah. Send a letter to them and follow the owl. They That happens a lot in fan fiction, just so you know. So it wasn't just me. No, but it's a great... No, it's... I, sorry. <laughs> I, I, you know that when I say that, it, it's a compliment. No, it's I like, know. No, it's like a good I just want to be completely original, but there's no original thought I'm on so, Harry so, Potter. So, no, so there sorry. just isn't. I'll stop one. doing No, this. no. <laughs> Like, you kind of need to poke my bubble. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that... No. It's, like, also it's a obvious, hole. though. Like, it's, it's so a, obvious. Yeah. Like, I'm glad other people thought of it. <laughs> yeah, it's... You know, why aren't they... Sin- like, because owls have that magic. Like, they could have found Sirius this entire time by just sending him a fucking owl. But I don't know if it's, like, a... Because, um, like, Hedwig If it's, like, a how. Like, uh, but Harry knew... He didn't no. know where he was. I don't know. Maybe there has to be, like, consent from the recipient. I doubt it. No. That's a plot hole, then. Because, like, the People owls must not- find Harry in the first book. Yeah. Hundreds of owls. Okay, but they know where Harry is. But he's on the run with Mount Uncle Vernon on that little shack. They know where he is. I know, Uncle but I'm Vernon just saying. can't... I'm just saying. Like, no, there's yeah. magical ways of finding people. Also, like, how does the trace work? The magical underage trace? Does it suddenly... You can't... Yeah, you know, that's Like, true. there are just plot holes about their justice system. I would say that there's probably magic... Like, I think what Hermione does when they're on the run in the seventh one mm-hmm. is to protect them from being found. So I think by putting spells around you... Maybe Sirius yeah, does that. Where, probably. Like, wherever you are, you're putting these spells around yeah. you. I think that's But some of those spells accurate. come from the Half-Blood Prince. Like, Snape creates some of those, uh, like, Muffliato is a well, Half-Blood that Prince. One. But I meant more, like, the like the, the way that Hogwarts is unplottable. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there's probably spells to, like, misdirect, things like that. Like, yeah. simple protection spells. What fan fiction would call wards. That's always. Sure. Yeah, that's what fan fiction calls it. It's like a... It's a fandom thing where it's like, oh, all those spells are wards. They're like protective spells or enchantments. That makes sense. Like you ward off. Yeah. Like it's a good term. It's just like not an actual canon term in most people. Well, yeah. Wards isn't. But like the idea of it is. Yes. So I I would say that that's maybe why where the the plot hole can be filled. Yes. Agreed. Um, Indubitably. Don't know why I felt the need to say that. Yeah. The note. I had for that was specifically about Hermione. Was it about Hermione getting the hate mail? Or was it about Sirius? Oh, the what, about what? Because, like, they can find Hermione, like, hate oh, mail. Oh, no. I, you had all of those notes about the the finding. My note was all about the... Oh, just how awkward Just it how... Was. Like, oh. I just think, like, if they're trying not to... 
be because they're not using Hedwig because she's too recognizable. But like if I were on the search for someone who was on the run and three owls were carrying ham to a particular location. I will location, say they're not going very far right now. Though, yeah. That's whereas true. before it was It's far. still like something that would like even if I were just a wizard in Diagon Alley or I mean not Diagon Alley in um, Ogsmeade I would be like. Oh, I wonder why are those owls carrying so much food? That's odd, yeah. and I might want to follow. Well, them. you don't know what's in the package, but still, like probably didn't need to send Pig. Probably could have just sent the school owl. No, Pig needed his job. But um, Pigwidge. Well, so I do have a note about the owl. That's where my owl thing came up with it was for Miney, but I'm not quite. Yeah, there I'm not yet. quite there. But oh, I don't want to get there. Also. <laughs> Um, I just had a kind of a cue on, there's this whole paragraph of Harry just, like, in the owlery watching from the window, and I was like, why was all of this kept in? How did this make, like, the editor's cut? Like, I think it was a nice paragraph, but it doesn't fit with the rest of, like, the entire series. (laughs) Like, it fits with the movies. Yeah. Like, they have a lot of those scenes, like, especially in the first movie where he's just, like, looking out on the lake with Hedwig. It's a deleted scene. No, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. I like but, that like, scene. this scene, I'm just like, yeah, he's, like, watching Hagrid, waiting till the sun goes down. Like, it's just weird. <laughs> um, what I, it's, what's a nice thing about J.K. Rowling is that, um, like, I feel like that belongs in another book. Yeah. Like, J.K. Rowling like does a really good job because book. she has so much, like, worlds to build and so many secondary characters. She usually doesn't spend a lot of time with the flowery she have pros. Time. Yeah. She doesn't have time to. Like, her... Her indulgences are with, like, extending the world and with, like, secondary Or just, like, needed exposition. Yeah, exactly. So, and we usually are, like, focusing on direct plot. So it's not, like, crazy to me, but it it is out of step with the rest of the book. No, I see. I know exactly what you're talking about. It is very movie. But I liked it. I I didn't mind. I didn't mind it, but as I was, like, listening to it especially, I was like, Okay, let's move on.com. I would love a nice chapter about Daphne Greengrass. I However, <laughs> I'm sorry, paragraph. I would be confused about who it was. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, I did some research about my shirts, just so you know. They're- Does that mean you found out something specific? No, oh, okay. I, ju- I told you. I am not looking. I know, I didn't know if you accidentally found something we no, were No, I'm not looking. I tried to make a Harry Potter shirt, and I kept getting busted for copyright. Oh, interesting. But I was trying to use, like, a Ravenclaw thing. But even just, like, a quote, I think if you use the word, like, words that are copyrighted, like, I think Ravenclaw is copyrighted and Gryffindor is copyrighted. I'm pretty sure Daphne Greengrass is gonna... No, I think you're good It's gonna be okay. Because it's not in the series, it's so gonna it can't be, okay. be copyrighted. <laughs> you know what? This is gonna be the best... I'm gonna have a letter. I'm gonna have a letter. You're gonna have to have a letter. (laughs) I it's so much fun being a curmudgeon about it though. I am like gonna I it's gonna happen 
Like, I, I take so much joy in just having these quips. I was thinking about it today, because I was, like, doing research on the shirts today. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, I think when they mention her name, I'm going to cry from laughter. Like, there's going to be an overwhelming... Will we text each other? Amount- or no? No. Okay, so we're <laughs> not texting. when we see each other before me we shit. start recording, it's going to be... I'll wear all black. No, you'll have to wear the shirt. <laughs> We're nice. going to have to take a... We'll take an Insta. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, I I have... I've said this before. Like, I'm fine with being wrong, but I have so much fun just arguing with you about it. I kind of wish it was a thing that you, like, never really know the answer to, but it's better that we will eventually know the answer to it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If we, if it, I mean, I feel like I would consider myself wrong if it was something you never know the answer to. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, for this, but I mean, like, there are other things that we debate that, like, you technically don't know the answer to. Yes. Which we will forever, like, argue. I feel like for us, there's not too many things that we really, like passionately argue yeah i well actually i think the biggest thing is what hermione's occupation should be as an adult yes yeah that is i think that's probably the biggest thing and we can't really trust the canon because it's like a cursed child like what she's come out with since yeah Yeah. i don't trust it personally yeah i mean like i am like fully able to admit that i don't think that cursed child is, like, should be considered, like, the standard for canon. Well, like, your argument is you just, like, you you think that's a good idea, and I just think, like, yeah. her putting it out there, I'm like, I just disagree with it. Mm-hmm. Perhaps the same way that people disagree with Harry and Hermione eating them together, which is just wrong, but... <laughs> <clears throat> anyway. I can't get into harmony right now. We're too harmonious right now to do that. <laughs> What? <laughs> it was sitting there for me. Uh, I will say they have a great couple's name. Like, I like Harmony as a ship name. It's really... It's probably the it's, best one. It's the good one. It's like it was meant to be. Stop. They fit with perfect Harmony. Exactly. Like, how did they get so good a name for such a terrible ship? It's ironic is what it is. I mean... Does it really fit, though? Huh? Ron and Hermione. Like, Hermione isn't, like, a... Like, it makes sense, but... What do you mean? Harry and Hermione. Oh. Harry and Hermione is Harmony. Wow. Were you thinking of Romione this whole time when you were saying Harmony? Oh, I thought you were making, like, a joke because Harmony... Sorry. Because we I don't like mistake. harmony. Yeah, no, I I made a mistake. Oh. Dear dear listeners, <laughs> this is Molly coming to you live, but not really pre-recorded. When I said harmony, I meant Ron and Hermione, and I vehemently believe they should be together forever. And I have regrets, and I hate that harmony is such a nice name. And just please take all my previous statements as sarcasm as they were intended. I love that love in Molly. Oh, so <laughs> I love that in this instance we both thought we were being sarcastic. Like, well, no, I didn't think I was being sarcastic. Well, you thought I was uh, assuming because I was no, like, I thought you shitting. were the same page as me. I was shit talking them. I said terrible shit like three times. 
Yeah, I thought you were being sarcastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah we both like had guys. <laughs> this has been a bad night. <laughs> yeah, we can get through. I know I can make Ooh. it through. Is Grassy it reference. It's hot. Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of shocked Hermione didn't already get the newspaper. Yes. She seems like a newspaper reader. But she doesn't trust the prop. Well, I guess not right now. now. Not yet. Yeah. She still is, like, cool with it. I do think it's nice that Madame Maxine tries to make amends. Uh, but Hagrid calls her out. I like, I'm proud of him. For being, like, she's just trying to find out what's on the third task, so mm-hmm. I don't know if her, well, her reasons I, are valid. I don't know if she's actually trying to find, just trying to find out what happens in the third task. Oh, I have a lot of issues with Hagrid later on that. Same. But I do think that, like, she is trying to, like, find out what's happening on the third task. Oh, that's task. sad. I guess when I wrote this note, it was before we got that little tidbit. Yeah. But also, like, Hagrid is such an unreliable narrator about oh, her right God, now, yeah. so it's so, like, hard to tell. I'm not pleased with Hagrid later. I am upset because Hagrid was almost my champ. And then things went downhill. Same. And he was demoted. Same. To nothing. Oh. <laughs> I didn't make him my rat. But I have a, I have a, I have some, I wanted to discuss rats with you because I hadn't decided. <laughs> but he's certainly in the running. He was in the running. He went, he definitely got a huge demotion in this chapter. Um, okay, so now I'm at my owl thing with Hermione where my my owl theory came in, but because you brought up owls, I said it early. So I don't know if you were there yet. I met Hermione receiving the... I was... Uh, Madame Maxine happens right before the yeah, yeah. thing, so I'm here now. Okay, so, yeah, my owl theory was, like, because they find her, yeah, basically, so... Um, but it's not hard to find Hermione. Like, it's... She's the... She's, it, at she's Hogwarts. on Hogwarts. Right. Which brings me to my note, like... Um, bad thing about owl service is you can't hide from it, like, the address. Like, you yeah. can't, like, be unlisted. It's sort of like the internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. But these adults are awful. They are sending hate mail to a child. A child. This happens. It's I literally know. like the internet. It's like, it, it reminded me almost exactly like what happened okay it's not exactly like this is thinking the same thing i'm thinking i'm not but we I, i'm pretty sure we're not because oh. you don't like this fandom oh no it's not about a fandom it's about so, real life <laughs> so no this it happened in real life so okay. there's a young woman um oh gosh i wish i remembered her like name. a child like yeah 14? she was she was a child like 14 when the or younger when this happened so she played now she's like a, an adult or like a adult older teenager mm-hmm. but when this happened it was rue the actress that played rue <gasps> in the hunger games when because the books the books say she's black but no i guess people like it says she's dark-skinned so i think everybody just read over that and so when she was cast she got hate mail death threats people were saying she needed to get raped and stuff like that and i it was horrifying like what 2012 yeah this was um um later than 20 earlier than 2012 it was like 2010 or 2011 no actually no you're right it is 2012 because i remember writing an essay um um, when i was on the journal journalism when no when i was in i wrote for the school paper in Ah. high school my senior year and um, um we were nationally ranked 
sorry. That was, I was flipping my hair. Um, none of my articles were chosen. <laughs> I, uh, uh, but the, but I wrote an article about it, I think. So it was 2011, or um, late 2011, because it was my senior year. first semester senior year. And it was horrible. That's awful. It was horrible. Well, I was thinking about the students from the Florida high school that had the shooting because a lot of them have become activists yes. and how hateful people have been towards them. Yeah. Um, and in the light of this like shooting that killed multiple of their classmates mm-hmm. um, and just like the way that people talk about them and to them, especially the one um, young woman, I don't, I don't remember her name. Uh, uh, I know who you're talking about though. She's the like, one she has head. Yeah. 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 Just, like, really awful Here, things. Um, I'm going to look up both of these people so that you can have reference, but keep on um, No, that I that's just kind of what I thought of. It's just, like, these adults that are, like, um, just don't realize that they're talking about children, I think. We're talking to, you know, it's such um, 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 a dehumanizing, like, degree of separation. Yeah. When you don't have to say that to their face. Right. Because I do think... It's so, so much easier. It's so much easier if it's, like, online or, like, via and mail letter, or hour yeah. polls, post, you know? I think the the Rue one is probably worse because it's just an actress that's playing a part. Um, the, the Douglas um, school one is, like... I mean, like, it's still awful, but they're, like... You know, they are becoming activists, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, but they're sort of invite, like, they, they're inviting. They're an, in the public, like, they're yes. going to do interviews and stuff like that, which I don't think that means that that warrants the kind of hate they're getting, but, like, they're yes. being them true selves, and, like, that's, but she's, like, literally playing a role, and I think she's way younger. Like, yeah. these are, like, 17, almost 18-year-olds, but it's still, I mean, it's awful yeah. either way you look at it. Um just for some reference, um, the um, the actress that played Rue, her name is Amandla Stenberg. And the activist that Molly is referring to is Emma Gonzalez. From Stoneman Douglas High School. Yeah. I just said Douglas, but... <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, I... And there are this... Um, those are just two examples. <laughs> Those are just two examples of something that happens very frequently, and I think J.K. Rowling really hits the nail on the head. And then she also, just to, like, bring this up with the, like, immigration issues that have happened for a very long time but have come into, like, a lot of light recently, the first um, piece of mail that Hermione gets is in that serial serial killer lettering yeah but which is like sort of like we all recognize yeah but the quote is go back where you came from muggle again dehumanization yeah like it is not good so i don't better that they said muggle maybe no i think that's worse because they're basically saying you don't have magic yeah yeah i was just saying the mb word no yeah i mean but honestly, I think Muggle is almost more insulting because it's like you're yeah, not you don't even belong, magical. Yeah, you don't belong yeah. in this world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, envy is awful. And it gets a lot, you know, and it, it is definitely, like you said, like dehumanization. Yeah. Like, it's because in the eyes of wizards, like, if you are a Muggle, like, you're not the same basic species, I think. It's right. more, like, yep. you're not. You're less than. You're less than. You're not a wizard. Right. And I, that's definitely what's happening. 
If you listen to our Science of Magic episode, it's a recessive trait. Buckle. Muggleborns. <laughs> no, muggle. Oh, right. Yeah. Mu- oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. So, just recessive. We're all recessives over here. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Okay. <laughs> and I think, I don't know, it's not Hogwarts's fault, but the fact that this, like, thing that, this poison that attacks her hands comes right to her is so horrifying. Yeah, like, I think it's good that they don't, like, sort, sort their, their mail. Sort their mail, yeah. But... It continues to happen throughout the week, so I do think, like, after the first time it happens, McGonagall should see that and then do something about it. And it's public knowledge because she goes to the hospital wing for it. Yeah, like, Madame Pomfrey knows. Like, Poppy should go and be like, hey, Minnie, Minerve, um, this happened, you should just try and, like, you should filter this mail now. Yeah. Like, not everybody's, like, I do think, like, the first one, it's like, okay, fine, like, that happened, that's bad. Um, but from then on, I think the school should take a better job, but it doesn't seem like the school does anything. Yeah. Which is really sad. And it's, it's, it's awful what's happening to her. Hogwarts is a little bit too, like, you're too, like, too independent. Like, yeah. Um, kind of takes the Montessori the laissez-faire uh, yeah. approach to discipline to it to a whole new level. Well, they definitely discipline, but not like they sort of let the students like like safety does not seem to be the primary, <laughs> the priority. Yeah, the primary. I priority. mean, yeah, Dumbledore makes it seem like it is, but yeah. I would be nervous. <laughs> and actually, I think Hagrid has a line at some point in the series being like, um, I mean, yeah, you always have a risk sending your kid to Hogwarts <laughs> or something like that. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. And I think, though, in... It's like tongue-in-cheek. Like, relatively, I think it's the same thing where it's like, you always have a risk sending your kid to, like, a public high school like not like a public high school like oh public versus private but like any high school like I went to private school and we had just as much bullying not in high school but in middle school I meant like you you just have the same amount of risk like comparative but then like magic on top of it well that's what I'm saying yeah. it's like because there's magic in this world it's like the same thing as sending your kid to high school like in the muggle world like kids are obviously still dying in high schools like yeah maybe it's more like high school right honestly now. high yeah. school right now more deaths than at hogwarts that's when you know yikes they have moaning myrtle and cedric and cedric i i'm i was kind of thinking like when harry and yeah. go into school but like and cedric and then the battle doesn't really count cuz no, that's war I don't think that counts, yeah. but yeah, but still, like, within 50 years, there's been two. And then we look at America's track record. Okay. So sorry. <laughs> um, <clears throat> don't know where to go from there. <laughs> Can you take us out of this hole? Nifflers are so cute. That's what I was 
me what my next note said. I my note is nibblers, but I had one thing about Ron. Just okay, go ahead. Can't help but say I told you so. I know it's it's rude at this moment. Ron is not like in contention for Rat. No, but he, he doesn't say it to Hermione. He just says it to Harry, which is still annoying. Like I would have been like, shut up. <laughs> Maybe as an adult. I honestly do think he's saying it like, I was worried that this was going to happen. Like, I do think he worries about it. Yeah, but like, I could picture. He's Ron's personality. Yeah, Ron's personality. Like, you know how he's saying this. I know how he's saying it, but I do think he, when he originally said it to Hermione, to her face, like, you're going to, like, don't get on her bad side. Like, I think this is exactly what he was worried about. And he can't help but say, this is what I was worried about. Yeah. I would do the same thing. I'd be like, Alex, this is what I was worried about when you said that letter on air to the listeners about Snape sympathizers. Stress. We've said a lot of things this chapter. God, please don't. No, just kidding. Tweet at us. Let's get some controversy. At me. I love that we had a talk about how we don't do two-hour episodes, and this one is going to be so long. There's a lot to cut out, though. Yeah. Um, And then I just had parentheticals. Still no green grass, because they mentioned Pansy. And And her gaggle of uh, Slytherin girls. Just wait. You just wait. Okay. I'm at Nifflers! Exclamation mark. Um... This is another fantastic lesson for Hagrid. I know, it's a great lesson, possibly the best. Yeah, it had. I was listening to this, being like, I desperately want to be a part of this lesson. Yeah, like it has it's competition. Fun. It's fun. Nifflers are adorable. It's educational. Yeah, I'm sad Hermione didn't get to witness it. Me honestly, too. I was thought about that. She too. needs to see Hagrid in his prime because she, no doubt, she loves Hagrid, but she, but she yeah. doesn't respect him quite as a teacher. Although yeah. she got to experience the unicorn one without the anger that Harry and Ron dealt with. Yes. So, yeah. And then Harry's like, you missed a really great lesson. I know. I wish he had said that in front of Hagrid. Oh, yeah. I thought he did, but you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was just a good... I was so proud of him. This is where he was in peak ready to be champ. And then he just gave her my... Money, like, great advice. Yeah. See, we're still... him away. I got all of these. Poor Hagrid and Hermione. I know. And then I just had a yike so uncomfortable with Ron and the money stuff. (sighs) Ugh, it's hard. Honestly, I think money is more uncomfortable to talk about than, like, religion or politics or anything like that. Like, money is just a whole nother level. Well, yeah, it's... It's a level of privilege that you're definitely, like, at some point born into. You mean having money? Yeah, like, having money, like, is something that a lot of people are, you know, like, you definitely have an advantage if you're born with it. And it's also something, though, that is looked at as being, like, lazy if you don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like being poor comes with a connotation of being uneducated in a way that like religion you know what I'm saying and yeah you know like we can it's tra- a less than that's like it's like across any culture yes like race is something that's like kind of depends on where you're at and like 
you know, like, different countries have different... Yes, and at least now, where, like, when we're talking, like, there's... We are not like, oh, just because you're born this race means that you are, you know, X, Y, and Z. But I think... In I a, mean, there's so little bit of that racism. No, America. I'm not, no, I'm saying when we're talking, like <laughs> oh, you, and, you I, and I, yeah. But I think, like, oh, I guess not present for you and I either. That doesn't really make sense. This is a bad comparison. But I'm just saying, I think what do money. You mean? I'm saying that money is different because I think with money, there's the idea that if you worked hard, you can escape being poor. Which is like if you're right. black, then you're always gonna be black, right. and that's where that like it, prejudice it ties in with the American dream. dream, right? And yeah. it's like home, the homeless. Anyone people, could be rich if you do enough, if you try. Yeah. But you that's know? not the case, obviously. And but I, I would just say even a step further than that, not even just in America, but like. I think that money gets so uncomfortable is because it is just across any nation, no matter what the toils are, like, it's always going to come down to money. Um, I don't, I know, it's just, like, something that's, like, yeah. so prevalent and you can't escape it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, even if you live in a society where everybody's the same race or, I mean, not everyone's going to be the same gender, obviously, but, like, money is going to, it's like a, it's a hierarchy yes. that's there no matter what. Um, so it's just so uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just the most uncomfortable thing to talk about. It, and it's just something you can't really, like, Harry and Hermione have nothing to say to yeah. it. They can't respond to it. Like, it's a fact that he's poor. Yeah. And even, and they come from different ways. Like, Harry comes from, like, ugh, lots of money, grew up poor, Hermione comes from, like, muggles, like, doesn't necessarily, like, have a lot of money, but it's not something that she ever worries about. So, like, they're coming from very different I feel like Hermione, actually, in the muggle world, is pretty affluent. Like, both of her parents are dentists. But I don't mean... Not in... Yeah. In terms of, like, like, I don't know how that all works, but it's never brought up, so it's, like, never... Although, dentistry, I think, in England is much different than dentistry in America. No, 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 in general, no, in general, because it's, like, free health care. That's what I'm trying to say. And I don't, and that's not included in free health care. So it's, like, it's it's a luxury more so than in America where we're paying for all of our medical I definitely think her parents equally. are, like, but I, they're definitely upper, upper middle, middle class. class. Exactly. But I, I, I don't know how that translates to the wizarding world, and I don't think it matters. Like, I don't think it's ever a question that she has enough money to live off of. It's fine. She says, like, oh, I, I'm using my birthday money. Like, I don't think she has definitely nowhere near as much money as Harry. No. No. But she's comfortable. He, Harry's, like, a trust fund baby. Yeah. Harry's trust fund. <laughs> Hermione's, like, let's just say middle, middle class. And then um, Ron is low income. Yeah. And, but then, like, you have the layer of Harry growing up without really... Having without having that and like also being pretty frugal even when he does have it like but also because, generous yeah ge- but yeah frugal in the sense that like he's he not doesn't like spend, spend for himself yeah except for sweets on the hogwarts express but that's like nothing but for ron it is like yeah. ron could never spend that money right on the Hogwarts, like he doesn't yeah. have money to pay for that stuff so it's just it's very interesting and it's very awkward like i i don't know what i would say in that situation to run there is that you're right there's nothing there's nothing say. you can say to that and i feel like ron knows that like this is like a rare 
Like, he doesn't usually, like, I feel like this is one of the first times that he's saying it out loud. Like, you, he has, like, grumpy episodes, but he doesn't usually say it blatantly, like, I hate that I'm poor. Like, he has a very... This stands out to me for some reason. Like, I want to say there's maybe one this, other thing where he says it. Yeah. But, but I, I remember... This one stands out to yeah, me. I remember this moment. Like, I remember the whole argument about leprechaun gold. the leprechaun yep. gold i do too when i think about the whole series which just wanted to say great drop about the leprechaun gold on jake yeah Rowling's that was a, that was seamlessly done um but yeah the whole um weasley thing is interesting and i think this is a plot line with ron that's really important to jk rowling because Since she grew up poor. Well, she, I don't know. Well, I don't know grew her up, but grew up porn, but her poor. Did I say porn? <laughs> Who knows? I knew what you were saying. Uh, she, she had a period where she was. Yeah, where she was, like, she had to um, declare bankruptcy. And it was, you know, she says, like, a very dark time in her life. She was div- getting out of an abusive relationship. Yep. She was raising her kid by herself. Um, and she had Harry Potter to sort of lift her up, and so does Ron. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean to to become sentimental, and then I started speaking, and I was like, nope, I'm gonna do it. it. Yeah. Um, and just, like, the idea of him not wanting to take, like, a handout from Harry Mm -hmm. is, like, I think honorable, but, like, also, like, just take it. (laughs) Yeah, but it's also, like, that is... That's a real That's thing. That's real. That's real. No, for sure. For sure. Like, yeah. I think it's very honorable. And I just, like, from, like, a sympathetic point, I'm like, it's fine. Like, it's he fine, has the man. money. Yeah. <laughs> It yeah. doesn't doesn't hurt to take it, like. But I think that's, yeah, that's, like, another thing about money. And I don't really know why. The but pity element. Yeah. Like, it's so, sh- like, if somebody were to be, like. Uh, yeah, I, I understand that shame of having to take yeah, money when you can't afford something and it feels terrible and you want to pay it back immediately. Yeah. yeah, but then, but like, logically, it's like Harry doesn't mind. He has tons of money, so it yeah. doesn't matter. It's just like your own... Almost like ego kind of getting in the way, which I don't think is a bad thing. And I don't say that as a criticism. It's just like, it is what it is. Yeah. It's ego and it's also like... Like ego tied with pride, I guess. Right. And ego, pride, and just like... when, Especially when you don't have something... Like, you put so much more emphasis on emphasis it. Emphasis on it. Like, yeah. it means nothing to Harry because he has so much of it. But to Ron, for Harry to spend something that he's never had is, like, a level of comprehension that is tied yeah. in with that shame, I think. And then just, we, we've talked to this ad nauseum, but then the reverse of that is, like, what Ron has in... in family. Yeah. He yeah. has so much family and so much love coming in on him that he doesn't appreciate at all he could care less i mean not actually but like he acts like it like mm-hmm. oh mom's i mean another like that whole thing mm-hmm. but then like that's all harry wants it's just it's very you know the currency that you value is obviously very different mm-hmm. wow we're really getting into it that's what i episode. said this is a very political 
chapter. There's a lot in here. Yeah, I'm I actually know. probably going to up my points. We haven't even gotten to the meat and potatoes. <laughs> yeah. We haven't. As in Barney. No, I know what you're talking about. I just loved that <laughs> phrase. We haven't even gotten to the meat and potatoes. But no, I, I think I'm going to up my points because we've had a lot of good conversations. I keep it and like I don't think we're tangent Like, we were tangenting a lot in the beginning. Yeah. But right now, I don't think we're tangenting we're on top that there. much. We're very on topic with what JK Rowling is talking about. Um, um, Just to go back a little bit. To something not political at all. I think it's really funny that Goyle is trying to steal the gold. <laughs> so true. <laughs> uh, Again, it's not Ron trying to steal it. Like, he would never do that. Although I do think it's interesting that Ron gets the best Niffler. I didn't know. I didn't have a fully thought out. I, I thought that I was gonna write a note about it, but I was like, I don't really have a note other than like coincidental, but like perfect for the story. Yeah, it, yeah, it was just it would have been a real slap on the face of Harry had. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or Malfoy. We didn't hear anything really from him in this chap. No, he was he was keeping he was laying. He low. was learning. He was learning. He about was the too. He was too upset about. The idea of Harry and Hermione being together, that he, like, just couldn't say anything. It was a real blow to him. Was he just, like, had a mouthful of apple? Yeah, he was just enjoying his green apple in his, uh, in his sadness. Hashtag draffle. <laughs> um... You took that way too much in tried. I wanted you to, like, panic in awe of me saying that. <laughs> Well, Drapple is comedic genius. I just wanted to continue with a bit. I did not say Drapple, though, just to be clear. <laughs> you were referencing it. I you, was You knew what you were doing. It. I had to lighten the mood. I have another letter. Okay. It is, um, I know we just talked about a lot of, like, what Ron Do uh, it. is good, but, like, this is, like, a Ron come on moment. Okay. It's about how... Valid. Ron is reacting to Hermione being obsessed with getting back at Rita Skeeter. Mm. Dear Ron, if someone was doing this to you, you would one, never shut up about it, True. and two, would not stop until you got your revenge. He's Alex. too lazy to like. But get, like they, he would he want would not Ron, stop talking yes, about it. He would want Ron and I mean Harry and Hermione to like. And Hermione would have not stopped until yeah. she got revenge for him. So I am just a little disappointed. Because, like, Re or, um, Hermione was, like, on this, like, anti-Rita thing even before she came after her. She was yeah. like, she I'm going to find like, out. she just the injustice of it all. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ron's... And I do think a part of it is coming out of fear for Ron. Like, I think he is, like... He's intimidated by what Rita's writing, even though it's not been about him yet. Like, I, I do think that's true. Yeah. Like, I do think he's worried about um, Hermione, in a sense. Yes, but he's, like... Ugh. He's being the worst about it. Yeah, he's being not nice. Pure I Ron form. <laughs> we don't have to belabor this, but Mrs. Weasley, come on. Do better. Oh, yeah. I hadn't gotten there yet. But, oh, sorry. Um, no, I just had a, a note, because I brought this up in another chapter about 
what does Moody teach in his classes? Mm-hmm. And they just had a, a reference to a hex deflection. Mm-hmm. So, like, just another... That sounds like a good DATA lesson. Yeah. I guess, like, Protego, but... Yeah. Um... Oh, yeah, and now I'm at Mrs. Weasley. Yeah, we don't, yeah. I My note was just, um, Ron has no tact because he doesn't even realize what's happening. What's happening, yeah. And then I was like, he should just, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? I said email. <laughs> <laughs> he should just email his mom. He should send her a letter explaining and, like, smooth it over. Like, that's what Ron should do as a friend with his own mother. And it's Harry who resolves it later because Harry's a gem in that moment. But, like, Ron, one, you should be realizing that Hermione's getting a piece of poop. And Hermione is so upset. Yeah, about it. and barely says anything. She just yeah. asks a question and then doesn't say a word. And Harry realizes it, yeah. which is good of her. Harry, I was gonna say, you know how bad it <laughs> yeah. is if Harry if Harry <laughs> recognizes it. Fair, Ron, no tag. And then I had a Percy note. I don't know if you had anything to say. My next Percy. note is Percy too. Go so. for it. I just said Percy is so self-important. And it's the reason things go on so long. <laughs> like, the reason this crouch thing isn't sorted earlier is because Percy is so self-important. He's so power-hungry. Like, personally, if it was me, and this is not me tooting my own horn, it's because when I sense that something is wrong, like, especially if some, it's my job that I'm doing wrong, I ask a lot of questions, which Percy would never do. So I think that... I would have been like, things seem a little bit weird. Like, I haven't seen him. Let's yeah. go do a house call. But for Percy, he's, like, got this higher importance now that Crouch isn't, like, physically there. So he's, like, not concerned about it. And he doesn't want to draw attention, attention to it. Yeah. I I don't know if I, if I was in Percy's position and I was getting letters, like, regularly in his handwriting, if I would honestly question that much if you would if a man who had who was never taken a sick day but suddenly takes months off work like it's not like two weeks like I'm not saying I would do it within the first couple weeks like it's been months yeah I, I think mean, you would have probably but as a subordinate I think the the superior should be more questioning I mean yeah, Percy probably knows that he hasn't taken time off, but Percy's only been there less than a year. Like, I don't know if I would be the one to be like, something's... I don't I don't think I would have, like, raised the suspicion, honestly. I think I would have talked to the boss's boss. I would have been Which like... would be fudge. Yeah, I think I... Or... So, yeah, or somebody else. I would have talked to Arthur. Yeah, like, yeah, I would, especially if my dad worked in the ministry. Yeah, I would like, definitely talk to my like, dad. Like, I would definitely talk it out. Yeah. But I don't think I would go, 
like to the boss boss and be like, hey, this is yeah, like, you're right. Because that would also make it seem like no, I couldn't handle it, and I also. I don't think I'm like Percy, but I would care about like wanting to do a good job when my boss is gone and being like, I can handle this. Like I, I've got this. Like right. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Like he can trust me. Like I would want to do that too. Like I would want to show that I can do the work. No, personally. that makes a lot of sense. Like I, I will give Percy that. Like yeah. I would react probably similarly. I would, I would just, I would talk to my dad about it. Yeah, I, I think it's just that he talks to no one about it. Like he, he adamant, he goes to it. He goes to bat that nothing is wrong, and like I perfectly think normal. Everything is pointing that it's not. Yeah. Like if even one person had talked to me and been like, "Does this seem odd to you?" I would probably like the at the first person, I'd be like, "Well, you know them better." If this is odd, then we should probably do a checkup on it. Like, I would bring up the, here are the letters, here is all the evidence. And instead of, like, doing that, he's like, oh, everything's fine. But again, coming to his defense, like, Harry and Dumbledore both noticed that he didn't look too well before he started not coming to work. Mm -hmm. So, like, I would think, like, oh, yeah, he really wasn't looking good. He's never taken a sick day. He must be really sick. Like, I, I just, I don't know if I would have questioned it. Like, why would I question it? Why would I think something suspicious was going on? Like, yeah. I don't have these other clues. The only other clue in the ministry is Bertha Jorkins, and I wouldn't see how those are related no, at I'm not, all. No, I'm not expecting him to link the Bertha Jorkins thing. I, I, I think I am naturally suspicious if someone is sick longer than a month. I think that is a red flag. But see, to me, I'd be like, oh, they must be really sick because, like, he never takes off and it's yeah, been this Yeah, he long. must have, like, I would... Like, that, I, I think that's what I would think. Like, I would yeah. I would make a reason for it because I was like, this guy never takes off, so it must be bad. That, I think that's what I would do. Yeah, that's fair. Personally. And you don't really want to, like, try to seem like you're, like, trying to take their job. While or, like, the... Suspicious of my boss. Boss while they're... Yeah. yeah like, no, I that's would, fair. I guess I wouldn't want to, like, tattle. I don't know. Like, I, I just... I think I would probably feel the same way about Percy. And if people question me about it, I'd be like, oh, you don't think I'm doing a good job? <laughs> like, like I, I don't know. I would take it... I would take it personally, too. Like, I, I get it. And I, I don't get Percy a lot, but I get... No, no, no. The, no, I'm glad we talked this out. That does make a lot of sense. I I just... I feel like naturally... Hateful towards Percy? No, not, I think <laughs> I, it's, it's another situation where he's acting in a completely rational way. We would just yeah. handle the situations differently. And I, I think I would handle it. So yeah, would, and it's yeah. it's really not that crazy the, when you ex, when you've explained it in this way. And I obviously I do have a natural tendency to disagree with Percy, but it is yeah. to, in my defense very contrary to how I would handle the situation. My note on Percy is that like wow, love you too, little bro. Thanks for writing. Like he's yeah. so oh, rude yeah. to Rod in his letter. Like don't bother me unless it's something like I would be delighted if my younger brother (laughs) wrote me a letter even if it was like a question about like work like and I knew he had ulterior motives I'd be like he thought of writing me his older sibling (laughs) like I would be delighted 100% same like yes because it doesn't seem like the Weasleys write each other a whole bunch I 
No, but I, I mean, except for, like, the parents. I think the older ones actually probably do. Like, I think Charlie and Bill, I feel like, the, I don't know. I feel like they keep a course. Maybe with Jenny. I don't think that, I don't think Ron writes any of his siblings. No, no, no. Did I, what did I say? Charlie and Bill. You mean they write each other? Yes. I think they keep in like touch Charlie with each... Yes, sorry. I, I think thought Charlie, they were writing the younger no, ones. I, I was think like, Charlie I don't and Bill that. keep in touch with each other. And I would like... And, well, I do think that later on, because of the death of Fred, they probably do keep... Well, in, that's all... That's different, yeah. though. But I'm saying, like, I do think that probably... I meant, like, while they're in school. Yeah, no, I don't think they're writing each other letters. Fred and George say they're going to write Jenny... And I hope that's true. Like, when she's not at school, like, the first year or whatever. Like, they're yelling from the train. I believe they do. I think it's sweet and that they're going to send I think they, they love they love Ginny a lot. I love the friendship that they have. Yeah. The sibling. And we've type. talked about this, where, like, we think Ginny is most like... Them. The twins. Yeah. I mean, I personally do. Um... Okay, I'm at the Quidditch pitch. Um, I re- this is where I was like, I must go back, first of all, on my thing about Crumb being dumb. He right away is like, it's a maze. Maze. <laughs> maze. <laughs> Grunted. Um, real quick, though, before that, this is a dumb note, but Cedric says to Harry, Fleur keeps going about underground tunnels. She reckons we've got to find treasure. When are Cedric and Fleur, like, just chatting? They're become really good friends. It's because Fleur has a crush on Yeah! I remember in this book, I was shipping Cedric and Fleur. I think Fleur, like, has a real crush on Cedric, and Cedric is probably not really, like, falling for her stuff. Yeah, because he's dating... Cho. Yeah. Like, and I think, first of all, Fleur is probably not really Cedric's type. Like, I don't know. It didn't seem, like, she, it just didn't seem like he was, like. Fleur's everybody's type. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I, I mean, yes, she's beautiful. But, like, again, she seems V-high main. <laughs> like, she does, but then she's, like, puts the charm on Harry, and Harry didn't really think much of her, and then he was, like, oh, she's oh, so no. nice. I love Fleur. Like, Fleur is a really high up on my secondary characters list and I love her full arc and I think she has a lot going for her more than looks. I just also think she's very high maintenance. No, but I mean like, I think when she like acts like she's invested in you, you don't think about that stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. I think when she doesn't care about you, you think about that stuff like, oh, she's like this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. But as soon as she's like interested in you, it's like, like you can hate the... You become... You can hate the popular kid all you want, but as soon as they're like, oh, I want to be friends with you, you're like, oh, this person's great. Like, yeah. It's, I think it's that kind of thing. Like, And I mean that genuinely. Like, I think she could be everybody's type as soon as she gives you like the, the attention. Right. But she gives Cedric the attention and he doesn't fall That's for true. it. That's true. I think he's a, a monogamous is guy. Regina George. <laughs> is that a Mean Girls song? It's a song from Mean Girls. And I am a massive deal. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's because he's in a relationship. <laughs> but he doesn't start dating her until later. Like, he meets Fleur first. But Fleur puts the time on him when she's trying to get him to go to the Yule Ball. Right. I'm just saying, he knew she existed. I'm sure she was flirting with him. I don't know. 
She was too busy complaining about how cold it was. Also, Hufflepuffs are loyal. He probably heard her talking shit about Hogwarts and was like, she is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> but clearly he's, like, talking to her, so... Yeah, they're friends. You know, they, they're both attractive, popular people. They operate in the same circle. Like, I mean, obviously Cedric's, like, very sweet. I met Crumb and Harry. Like, I just kind of skipped past the whole, like, third task reveal. Me too. Okay. But, like, um. love Crumb. Hermione talks about you very often. I just, I love that this is happening, that Crumb is talking to Harry about this. Like, I think it's so sweet. I think this is one of the cutest scenes J.K. Rowling writes in the Harry Potter series. And Harry's realization, like, he thinks of me as an equal. Like, I think it's so pure. It's so sweet. And then it's about Hermione. Like, I I think it's so great that she gets this, like, way attention. I I go back on what I said last year. (laughs) Oh, I forgot that was in your letter about Yeah, Crumb is what spurred the letter. Let's be real. There was no impetus for Snape, like, not a lot of impetus for Snape in this chapter, but it started with Crumb, and I was like, if I'm gonna write one letter, I might as well write a big the whole one. Thing. Yeah, because, like, Classic. I regret what I have said about Crumb in the past. Like, I love him. I'm glad you came to this, because I was, like, low-key upset that you, like, thought Crumb was, like, dumb. He's so pure. Because I I really love him. I don't know where that came from. Like, I don't know. I mean, I get it. Like, I could see what you were saying, like, kind of like the dumb jock thing. Yeah, but it's very, like, stereotypical, and I feel bad about it. I mean, we all make our mistakes. Right. I wrote my letter. I don't need to go into mine. Like, it was just what happened, and I admit I was wrong, and I get to say how much I love Crumb now. Yeah. It's a great train to be on. Yeah. Okay, and then when Crumb at the end is like, well, if you're you're sure you're not dating, and Harry's like, yeah, no, never, and Crumb's like, you fly well. And I think I it's know. so cute. And I wanted them to continue chatting with him. This whole this drama happened. It's oh, and I think it's so important later that we have this moment with Crumb, and and just in the whole like realm of the like foreign. perception of Durmstrang, yeah, and foreign, and then it really they really set apart. This is my third political thing. <laughs> J.K. Rowling is like. The way Bobats are treated and the way Durmstrang is treated is very different, I think. Not for Hagrid later, but for, like, Bobatons is really considered, I feel like, in this instance, like, the very high-class, like, yeah. white sort of foreigner. Mm-hmm. Like, the acceptable kind of yeah. alien to, like, whatever right. new place. Like, they're better from. than us. Yeah. And then... For better or worse. Durmstrang sort of has... A like an other, they're evil, dark, savage, mark. dark, mark kind of connotation. And Crumb is, I think, very important to like offset that. So my letter also 
needed to reflect that I yeah. was just like very wrong. No, I think in you, that instance too. You worded it beautifully. Like I think I was trying to make that point in the beginning where but I I didn't I don't know if I ever have I don't think we ever have proof of this, but like the idea that like Crumb is so vehemently different than Karkaroff and like No, yeah. But like there I don't know if there is a whole lot of proof, but it's just like a feeling I get from him. It's like No, Crumb is definitively different than yeah. Karkaroff. Well not not just like in the political views, but just like this idea like he's just another arm in the Durmstrang like thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I see what you're saying. We don't get a lot of other Durmstrang characters, so we don't really. Right. So yeah, it's like, but I yeah. do see him as like a shining hope. And yeah. this brings me to my cue. Even just the fact that he's dating a muggle born is huge. Yes. A and he doesn't give born, a shit about it. Yeah. We're going to ignore the fact that sh- he's 18 and she's 14 and just say that like the 17. fact that he's. No, no he he's is 18. 18. Yeah, they said right. it in this yeah, chapter yeah, yeah, and it made yeah, me yeah, really yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm ignoring it. Lots of freshman date seniors, and I don't like it when it happens, but it does happen. Oh, it's so bad. Uh, but it's also kind of also bad. Like, yeah. Hermione's mature for her She's age. really mature. She's well beyond her years. But that aside, that she's not, like... But not, stereo- like sexually. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, like, a sexual thing. Like, he's, like... It's really just her a for her, like... I think sh- he really likes her, like, in all ways, obviously, because he's, like, an 18-year-old boy, and she's yeah. just, like, I just really like him. And I enjoy this attention, and he likes her for and her he brain. Reads. He makes it clear. I think it's so cute how much he, like, reads and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, he is at the... I think he's at the library for her, but he's reading the whole time he's there. Yeah. Sorry, you are about to make a point. No, that was my point. Oh. I just... <laughs> that, like, he likes her for her brain. Like, it's not, like... She's like a And JK Rowling jail- doesn't like over sexualize yeah, it. Yeah, it's not like she's like a jailbait fourteen year old no. that just like looks older. They don't even describe any like not even a chase kiss. No. I assume it happens, but like Oh, definitely. I am on the camp of the like Hermione and I don't Crumb think they continue do their correspondence. Than like a kiss. Oh no, I don't think they do that. I mean it is a huge like fan theory that she visits him when she's older like in one of the summers or something or maybe it's this summer this coming summer and she loses her virginity or something it's like in the fandom thing like that's a thing but I don't really necessarily prescribe to that. She doesn't this summer because she goes right to Order of the Phoenix well not right but like pretty soon or maybe it's next summer I don't know I don't remember what it is but I she seems pretty busy I don't know if she has time for that what does it would have to be the six? Yeah, the yeah, because I four six here because sixteen seems very fresh in my mind. Like that she yeah. is sixteen when that. That happens. would be the one that makes the most sense. Yeah, so I think that's when um, the fandom has really thought that happens. But I think she's like full swing in her rawness by then. That's pre lav lav. Yeah, well, pre lav lav, she's like ready to. Ask him to, to make, horns yeah, to make the move. I uh, I like the canon that they're just like pen pals and stuff like that. Yeah, like I don't need it to continue, but I love that it happens. Like I'm not gonna reach out for it, but I think I think this is really cute. That's yeah. what they had right here. Um, I do wish that the whole Barty Crouch scene was in the movie. 
I'm at Barty Crouch coming in. And yeah. this whole, like... It's done so differently in the movie. He just shows up dead. Yeah. And also, like, I don't know the actor that plays Barty Crouch, but just his portrayal in the movie, like, it doesn't make sense that they would do this. Like, I just don't see it at all. Like, yeah, no. him doing the whole madness thing. Um, my vision of Crouch is very different than the Crouch in the movie. Like, even just, like, the actor portrayal of it, I just think of a very different Crouch, um, personally. Yeah. I, in what way? I'm trying to, I don't, it's hard for me to, I think I... It's the voice of the guy in the movie. Yes. I don't I like it. I see his face, but it's not his really the voice. He has a very unctuous tone if you were to talk about Karkaroff, but like that's how I feel about the crouch in the movie. Yeah. Um, and the way Jim Dale does it, and so therefore the way I see it in my head is very different. Yeah. Um, I mean, nothing against the guy that played it. I think that's what I they mean, were he going had to, for. like, he had to, like, that part's not even in the... I'm not mad about the way it's done in the movie, but more the fact that they leave this out and that I don't think it the whole... fits with what they went for in the movie. No. I mean, they leave out the whole important bits of the crowd story in the movie. I know. You, yeah. Like, the most interesting parts, which is upsetting. But I, it's also like... I mean, they do have the trial part, which I think is good. It's in, The trial is, like, a good piece of information. Like, it's what's necessary. But, but I don't the part think it's he not the most... for him to go to... Like where he yells in the courtroom, that that yeah. crouch part is good. I body think. crouch, junior. No, but like he he yells to send ah. him away. Yeah, yeah, no. And yes. I thought that was good. That's good, but I'm talking about the whole switcheroo. I'm talking about the whole like oh, most yeah, interesting yeah, 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 bits yeah, 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 of this yeah. situation are left out. I didn't know what you meant by interesting. Sorry, I just thought you meant their dining room. Mm-hmm. But you know, you're right. You're right. Like the switching, the um, confundance. Not the confundance. The, um... Imperious. Imperious curse. All of that. Yeah. I, yeah, I just think the, the, of two minds... Oh, that would have been a good chapter Oh, yeah. Um, but the of two minds thing is really interesting and just, like, the whole desperation to finally come clean and, and, uh, it's just good. It's just good writing yeah. and it would have been good to, to see it on screen. Definitely. <laughs> Mr. Crouch is looking rough. <laughs> What do you think he means when he says, um, you're not his? And then Harry's like, no. And then he's like, Dumbledore's? Like, do you think he just means like... I think he means, um, you're not... Like his supporter? Yeah, I assumed like, you're not Voldemort's supporter or you're not like in... in You're not with him. Yeah. Like, because I think maybe... Like Peter Pettigrew. Peter is helping. Oh, he definitely is. Yeah. And it's... I assume he's the one controlling the Imperius curse. Yeah, so I'm saying, like, he, it's either you're not his, either means Voldemort, or, like, you're not my son's, like, in league with him. Yeah. The people. But there. then he says Dumbledore's. That's his next sentence. I think it's, like, in terms of opposites. Like, you're dumb... Like, you're, you're not his. Ah, Dumbledore's. Like, gotcha. you're good side. Yeah. That's how You're I with Dumbledore. It. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a good way to interpret it. I think that's where I was going, but I hadn't fully gotten there. Yeah. Like, if Voldemort is the leader of the dark, then Dumbledore is the leader of the light. I think they should have just Petrificus Totalist him or something. Yeah. But they're wizards and they forgot all magic. Crumb and Harry. <laughs> 
Did not use a Crumb single is spell. Crumb is panicking. This is where you could make an argument that he is. I think this is probably where a lot of it comes from, but he is panicking. Now, I had this cue earlier, and we never really got to ask it. I don't want to get us too far off topic, but if Crumb was in Hogwarts, what house do you think he'd be in? I feel like we get a lot for him in this episode. Like, or in this, I think Hufflepuff, too. I think Hufflepuff as well. I do, yeah. I think he's a sweet, sweet Hufflepuff. What a sweet boy. And Polyakov, I don't know. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> a big head scratcher. Probably still there. Just kidding. He just, he's a middle child. Polyakov is. <laughs> Crumbs like, do not leave me alone with him. <laughs> um, I'm at Snape. Um, I'm just about, just to go back, um, this scene with Crouch and what he's saying is so, like, it's so vivid. Like, I can picture everything. Oh, yeah. The tree. The tree, like, him talking to the tree. It's like watching a movie. Like, she does a very good- Right, that's why I was kind of saying, like, this should be a movie scene, because it's right there. It's, like, right in my vision. And the dialogue is so good. Um. And the the way it shifts and, like, the eye rolling- yeah. My, when he talks about his wife and his son, I know he's an asshole, but I feel bad for him. I think he's an asshole, for sure. But again, we were talking about Sirius being an unreliable narrator, and then like, this is a different unreliable narrator, yeah. so like you have to assume the real person somewhere in between. He got all of his nudes. I so know. proud. Yeah, and I was like, is this true? And then I was just thinking, like, he's a sociopath. I'm Young. Not- Young um, BCJ, oh, Garda, crowd BCJ oh definitely. Oh, who's definitely. like really smart, got yeah, all, and then like just. Yeah. So I don't think it matters what his dad did. I think he was going to be this way no matter what. Like I think that's how sociopaths are. Mm. I think sometimes you can trigger sociopathic tendencies. Like I think some events can make you a sociopath. I'm not saying that's the case in this instance, but I do think that can happen. Like I do think like past abuse can make you a sociopath like x leads to you know i think if you're a true sociopath that's what you are like and there are signs of it from like early on yeah i that's what i'm saying i think it's like childhood trauma can turn you into a sociopath but i i think there are lots of instances where there isn't trauma and it's just like but there are signs like one of the major things is like killing animals as a young person. No, I know. I'm I'm not saying there aren't sociopaths that don't have it. I'm just have the, like a tr- past trauma, but I do think like that can also happen. Yeah. Um like well do you think that it's like a born trait or that it's a nurtured trait? Well, that's what I guess I'm saying is that I think it ha- can happen in it's both. Like you can either be born with it or you can be triggered to it. Yeah. I think it's a both situation, which I think most situations are. Like I think you know, it's, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But I think he was born it because I think, I think, yeah, I think he got lots of love at home from his mother. Yeah. Which isn't enough. Like you still, like, I think that's still traumatic, like not having your father's attention, but I don't think he was abusive. He doesn't need to do what he's doing. Like, nothing that his father d- did 
from what we can tell, justifies these means. But before he was arrested. That's what I'm saying. But what did he do before he was arrested? Just... Right, that's what I'm saying. He was a workaholic. Yeah, he just worked a lot. Oh, I thought you meant, like, it doesn't justify any of Crouch... Like, Barty Crouch Sr.'s... No, I'm saying nothing that Barty Crouch Sr. did justifies how Barty Crouch... Like, there wasn't, like... From what we have in the text, right. trauma, like, in the sense that I think both of us are thinking of. Right. Like, just to, you know, this is not a good example because it's fictional, but, like... Well, we're reading fiction. But, you know, like, <laughs> Sherlock is a sociopath because of a past trauma. And the same thing, like, with Dexter and, like, a lot of, and, like... Is that Sherlock from the TV show? Yeah. But I think it's also the case for the books. Really? I think so. I can... I, I have can. no idea. Siri I just thought Griff. the books were just, like, him as a detective. Like, I don't... I didn't think the books... Like, the original books went into his childhood, but I don't um, know. We can... Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but definitely in the TV show. He doesn't, he, I, that's a hard thing to look up. Well, if you can... it Did Sherlock have childhood trauma... That made him a sociopath, or in was the, that just in, in the books? In the in the real books, Sir, what's his name? Okay. Sir Arthur Arthur Cohen, Cohen. Doyle Doyle. Good job. <laughs> I just repeated what you were saying. <laughs> um. Okay. Are you um, at Snape, or did you have another note? Mm-mm. Hmm. I. Bertha, dead. Mm. My fault. My son. My, my fault. fault. I just think that's so strong. That dialogue in mystery is so strong. And because he says, Bertha, dead. My fault. My son. Doesn't say dead. Like, yeah. Such a little tiny, tiny yeah. hint. Yeah. All my fault. And uh, and then when you know that, listening to that is just, it's so clear. His, like, thought process. Like, my son, my fault, all my fault. <laughs> does he say World Cup 2? No. Uh, no, what does he say? What are, Can we get a quote? Don't leave me, he whispered, his eyes bulging again. I escaped, must warn must tell. See Dumbledore. My fault. All my fault. Bertha. Dead. All my fault. My son. My fault. Tell Dumbledore. Harry Potter. The Dark Lord. Stronger. Harry Potter. Um, yeah. Crouch is, like, an interesting character to, to talk about. Um... Especially when we get to the chapter, The Pensieve, and because we see firsthand him being, like, not not good. Not yeah. a good daddy. Not a good papa. Um, and he, and this, when he enters, is such a strong entrance because it's so contrary to what we think of as Crouch. What do you mean? Like, when he comes in with his, like, ripped jeans and his madness. Oh, this, yeah, this, when he's yeah. so, like... Dewar- I mean, Harry says he looks like a homeless person. Yeah. That Vernon, no, not good. 
Yeah, that was a it was a good line. Now I'm at Snape. Dear Snape. SMH. Oh, you have a letter too. I didn't write it as a letter, but I can I can quickly formulate it. Okay, go ahead. Dear Snape, you're such a piece of shit. <laughs> and Harry is being the cool towards you. Love, Molly. <laughs> this was when I was like, I'm just going to talk about the Snape thing here. Because he's so unnecessarily petty in a way that, again, like similar to the serious situation and the... Obstruct something. Yeah. I actually think that Snape was better than expected during the serious situation. <sighs> when Harry talks to him. Yeah. Like, the way the way Dumbledore ex- explains it to me personally. <laughs> to you, Molly. I was like, that. Snape did the right thing. And that... What I personally think Harry should have done was after they escape from the forest, go and find Snape as the last remaining mm-hmm. person. Because I don't think Snape could have done anything differently in the situation. Like, he had to play his part in front of Umbridge in order to be able to get the message to Sirius. And he did do what he... He did get the message to no, Sirius. Yeah, wait. that I don't think that's what I'm talking about, Oh, okay. About, sorry. That, not that I, That's I'm what I'm talking, talking about. I'm talking about before it. When he's when he goes when serious? He, no, when he's standing outside the room and he hears everything that happens and then comes in and pretends like he doesn't. When we talked about this, like when he is outside under the invisibility cloak. Oh, 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 in the third book. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the fifth one. And I was no, like, I'm not, actually getting yeah. props to Snape in that. No, no, no. Scene. I was talking. I knew you were talking about the fifth book. And I was like, why? No. <laughs> oh, golly. Okay. We're on very different. I'm thinking ahead. I'm I'm forward thinking yeah. here. Yeah. I know what you're saying. In the movie, though, they make it look bad. <laughs> in the fifth one? In the fifth one when Snape's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't think that's... Padfoot is... Huh? I don't think that's a scene in the movie. Yeah, in the movie, um, in the fifth one, Harry's like, it's real. Uh, Padfoot is in the place. That's in the book. It's also in the movie. Because I can see Alan Rickman being like, because Umbridge is like, what is he talking about? Severus, what is he talking about? And then Alan Rickman's like, I have no idea. (laughs) In his Alan Rickman way. Is this another Daphne? Are we gonna have to wait till we get there? To the movie? Yeah. I don't... That does happen. It's when they're all in Umbridge's office, in the, like, scene that would be the scene where Harry, like, calls on the flu, but is not actually the scene where he calls on the flu. But, right, he there isn't that scene. But they are in the office because it's, they get caught, um, by the Inquisitorial squad instead, and then they all are in the office, and then... Um, Snape comes in, and yeah. They do it differently, but they still have that base scene. I, I don't, I'm not saying I I disagree with you, but I don't remember that. God, I'm gonna spend so much money on shirts. I'm just kidding. (laughs) That was a joke. I just gave Alex such a look. I, I like, need to rewatch the movie, because I don't remember, and I honestly don't remember how they get to the ministry, like, I can't picture any of that. Like, well, 
it's in that scene. So that scene, Snape goes, I don't know what you're talking about. Then he leaves. Then Hermione gets frustrated and she goes, I know where it is. We, oh no, she goes, Harry, we have to tell him. We, we might as well just tell her. We can't hide it anymore. And then Harry and Hermione go and they show her Grop. That's all in the book. Yeah. And that's what happens in the movie. They just get to the Umbridge's office a different way. Okay. And sure. then they do that cute thing with the bell that's not in the book. Where Hermione likes Grop. And she's like... Put me down! But that's that's now. not with Umbridge. Umbridge, that happens after Umbridge gets taken by the... No, that's all before. That's when Hagrid introduces them to Grop. No. No. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're that's right. That's not right. the... You're Umbridge right. Sorry, so, so sorry. That is... You're right. You're correct. So that's why I'm, I'm not... I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it and you'll be right. I just... I have no... I, I'm not... I'm not remembering it. That's all. For me, personally. Yeah. I'm only remembering the book very strongly. Yeah, I mean, it's... They change a lot, but it's also very similar. That part in the movie goes so fast for yes, me, personally. it's very quick. I don't remember them going to the forest with Umbridge or anything like well, that. Well, she definitely gets taken away by the... Do you remember her getting taken away by the... Um, the in, in, by the centaurs. Centaurs, yeah, because she goes as a senior undersecretary. As, blah, 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 as a creature at with um near hum um human intelligence, you are, and then they yeah, take yeah, her yeah. away. I I I know what you're talking about, but you're also quoting like specific quotes from the book, which is like not helping my memory. <laughs> it's very they no, do I know, kind I, of yeah. good job. You're not doing a bad job. You're just like remembering reminding me of the book more so. <laughs> And my personal yeah. envision of it, but okay, yeah. So Snape, you're a piece of shit, and I I do think that Harry's like not showing any animosity towards Snape, in which he has every right to. He's like very clearly and very like strongly being like, I don't care that you hate me. This is this more is important. important. Yeah, I Snape should understand that. And Snape is being, yeah, he's just being so unreasonable. And I can feel myself getting to the point where it's like, if I were in this panic situation and I had to like be faced with Snape, I don't know if I would have handled things as well as Harry does. I would have been rude and sassy. Uh, yeah, and I would have sassed him. I would have easily. And Harry been, doesn't. Yeah, I would have easily been like, look. I need you to get your head out of your ass and listen to me, which would have made, like, the situation yeah. a lot worse. Harry does it good. Yeah. Um, Dumbledore comes during the clutch, mm -hmm. but I do think, interestingly, does Big D not trust Crumb? No, I don't. I think he has a similar prejudice. And or is he just worried about his safety? No, I think he... Well, that's true. I interpreted... It as he didn't trust Crumb in a like Crumb is in cahoots with Karkaroff type of way. I didn't think it was that level, but I think he's like Crumb is not one of ours, so I like not good enough. Like I don't think he thinks Crumb is. I don't necessarily think he thinks definitively that Crumb is in cahoots with Karkaroff. But he doesn't know Crumb. But he doesn't know Crumb, and Dumbledore is trying to put this together too, mm -hmm. and he. 
Dumbledore's not used not to being anyone. sure, un, like, like not sure-footed. So yeah. I think it has him being suspicious of everyone. And Karkaroff has a big, like, pointing arrow at him, right? At himself right, right now. So I think if Agreed. he's like, oh... And because he doesn't talk much. Yeah, you left him with Crumb is like a, well, then we might not get our answers, which is kind of what happens, unfortunately. Or he's even worried that like, oh, Crumb's there. That means it's going to get Cocker off there. And that's what he doesn't want. Yeah, I I think there are many, many ways that we can, who can tell what's going on in the brain of Albus Dumbledore? Right. And then I just had a quick note, not that I ever thought of this when I was reading it, but if you're trying to, like, see if J.K. Rowling was laying breadcrumbs for Bagman, Bagman was just there. He was at the Quidditch pitch with yeah. Harry. So if you were being like, oh, Bagman is super suspicious, he's right there in the vicinity. He could have done something yeah. if you wanted to make that argument, which obviously we know he doesn't, but, like, he's right there, which I just thought was interesting. Which brings me to another cue. How does Moody Crouch know that Snape is in the office? He has the map. Oh, duh. Duh. I was like... I was ready for that cue. Okay, but also, that is a bold move, Moody Crouch. That takes one conversation with Snape, too. Also, like, you have to assume that Harry spilled, which he knows Harry by this point. I was like, that's a good sneak. That is a, that is like lying with nerve. Like, I, like, he just makes a lot of, um, he, he, he's really riding on faith here. And it's something that he could easily get away with. Like, Moody didn't need to to show up. Like, he, like, makes the choice to do that. Well, I think because he hears... Hagrid's supposed to go look for him, so he hears that. So oh, okay. he has to be like he a has reason. To, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's a quick he thinks on his feet. He's clearly a Slytherin. Like, he's very adaptable. It's just such a bold lie. Like, it's so easily poked. You can poke holes in it so easily. And I think it's good it shows that like Moody is on top of it. And so Dumbledore would be like, Yeah, that makes sense. Moody's here. Like he's he, he can smell something a mile away. Like, yeah, I don't, I'm not quite sure Moody has, like, premonition. Primini- no, but, like... Pre- yeah, premonition. What is that word? Yeah. Premonition. Yeah, but I was I was trying to make it a verb, a verb. and it wasn't. <laughs> um, Primitive. <laughs> yeah, like... Um, yeah, I know what you're trying to say. Um, but I'm not sure he has, like, the secret eye or whatever, the third eye. No, but but it does, like, look good for Moody. It does, but I just, I'd be like, but, like, how did you know? Like, nobody knew. Like, it just happened. Yeah. But I was just, like, And, like, I, sorry, sorry, I, he says, like, I would have been here faster if it wasn't for my leg, but, like, I'm, like, how did you get here so fast with your leg, Moody? Yeah. I just, I feel like if I can see these holes, so can Dumbledore. Dumbledore has too much trust in him. Um, how is he this smart, though? He's basically insane, and I was like, nope, just a psychopath. So I'm using psycho and sociopath interchangeably. Sorry, people of the world. Um, 
first reference to passing messages with Patronuses. Did you catch that? Yes. Love it. I love that as a form of communication. Passing messages with Patronuses sounds like the name of a book on Patronuses. Yeah. A textbook. (laughs) Yeah. I'll write it. Do you think um, BCJ... I've changed out Moody Crouch for BCJ. I hate when people do this. We've committed to a nickname, and now you're changing it. I just thought of it. I'm just kidding. BCJ is fine. Keep going. Do you think Moody Crouch, which I wrote Moody Crouch in my notes, um, Imperious Crumb just now? I think so. And then, like, maintained it until the end? I think so. It makes me sad, but I thought I had that same thought. Because he says it was the old man that, but like, either he didn't see, like he turned his back, well, it, which is how it's like. He clearly has his written. back turned. I, yeah. But if he was, I don't know if it's like a hypnotism thing where it's like, and when I snap again, you'll be back under my control. You know. Where it's like, oh, I'm empiricing you, you've forgotten, and then he can sort of, like, he's more susceptible now, like, he can reactivate the imperious. I just don't know. If he's going on autopilot now, I would hate to think. Like, with Crouch Sr., he's just imperious to him and was like, go about your day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. And, but that was the imperious. And so that's what he could be doing with Crumb until the third task where he's like, attack. <laughs> yeah. So. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay, I'm at Karkaroff. Karky. Igor. Me too. The Roth. My only note on this section is Hagrid lifting Karkaroff up for spitting at Dumbledore as my Patronus. (laughs) (laughs) That's a um, Muggles Against Humanity card. Or it should be. Yeah, yeah. Um, my note was Karkaroff is the biggest drama queen. Oh, oh yeah. Just looking for a reason to be angry. And oh, yeah, this is a lot of drama. This yes. is a plot. Uh, but to be in Karkaroff's not really defense, but um, he's under a lot of stress right now. And I think it's just he think he's very um, uh, he's paranoid. Tense. Yeah. He thinks everyone's out to get him. Yeah. He's been smoking too much weed. We get it. <laughs> it's a plot. They're after me. Everyone's after me. <laughs> um, don't love this version of Hagrid. That's really all I had on it. But... Do you want to like give the listeners a little bit of context? Because I kind of forget that Hagrid has this. Um, he just says, um, well, he's like mad at Cargrav. Like, how dare he accuse him? Um, and then he says, what were you doing wandering off with Ruddy Crumb? He's from Dermstring Harry. Could have jinxed you right there, couldn't he? Hasn't Moody taught you nothing? Uh, imagine letting him lure you off on your own. And Harry's like, no, Crumb's all right. He wasn't trying to jinx me. He was starting to talk about Hermione, and he's like, I'll have words with her, too. Like, the less you do with these foreigners, the happier yeah. you'll be. You can't trust any of them. And then Harry calls him out on being friendly with Madame Maxine, and Hagrid's like, don't talk to me about her. I've got her number. Trying to get back in my good books. Trying to get her to tell me what's coming at the third desk. You can't trust any of them. 
really just him calling him foreigners, foreigners is rough for me. Rough. It's rough for me. It's not looking good. Yeah. And it also sort of perpetuates that, like, one bad experience makes you judge, like, mm-hmm. yeah, a whole group of people is, like, not a great, um, yeah. but honestly, like, this chapter, Harry isn't my champ, but I think this was really cool, that he was like, no, Crumb's fine, like, I don't have a problem with Crumb. You know, that he stands up for him. In Harry this was my champ. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to... Yeah. No, I just wanted... I think... No, he's up there. He's, like, I think he did really well in this chapter. I just wanted to, um, pat myself on the back there. Yeah. Because I never make, um, Harry my champ. Yeah, you, do, you don't. I, he was almost my champ. But Who was I, your champ? Like, I thought he was, like, the clear winner. Crumb is my champ. Oh, because oh, you came to this come to crumb moment? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, hoggy, hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. Um, what time did they have to meet Ludo Backman on the grounds? for the chat about the third task. 12.30? Like, like midnight? 12.30 or like 12.30 midday? Midday. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had no idea. It was clearly at night. Yeah. I just don't know where that time came from. Well, the reason I made my quiz question... Is it question, 7 p.m.? What's going on? That would make sense. Yeah. The reason I made my quiz question was because it seemed crazy. It's at 9 p.m. on a school night. <laughs> like, why 9 p.m.? I don't know, but There's I There's no reason for that. But I understand. Yesterday, I had a rehearsal that began at 8.30 in Baltimore. But in high school, 14 to 18. <laughs> My bedtime was 9.30 in high school. That is rough. I did not have a bedtime, but... <laughs> Uh, but to be fair, it was my bedtime for, like, my whole childhood. Right. So, like, it just seems weirdly late. That, like, there's just no reason for it. Like, they don't let kids out of bed late at Hogwarts. Like, there's curfews and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, after sundown, basically. And 9 o'clock is, in Scotland, is way past sundown. <laughs> you are, like... Offended by It was this. a note and a question. Yeah. <laughs> you just couldn't say it when we were talking right. I about it. Right, I had yeah. to come up with a question, so I did that. But that, I wanted no, that's an a, excuse no, that's to a, talk that's about That's a good it. question. That's a good question. Okay. Um, I didn't do a quiz question this week, so sorry. That's fine. I mm-hmm. had a thought for one, but I thought it was too mean. What was it? Um, I was gonna do, um, um, how many times... Does Winky say her own name? Like, and just see if you could get within ten. I was gonna say, like, nine. I don't know the answer, so I didn't go through and count them. It's six times. She says her name six times. Nice. 
Okay, so my champ was Ob's Harry. And then I, and you said your champ was Crumb. But I wasn't sure about my rat. I was between Hagrid and Snape. But I gave it to Snape last time. I gave it to Mrs. Weasley. I knew, I, I knew you had said that. I, I just, it was such a small part of this chapter. But it, like, she, like, dis- It's upsetting. She disappoints me. Like. Yeah. She disappoints me. I was disappointed and, with Hagrid. And I wrote it down, like, in that part of the chapter. Like, I hadn't gotten to Hagrid's failings yet, and I had already put it on the paper. Yeah, Hagrid's is kind of small, too, but, like, for me, it was also the same kind of thing. It was like, come on, Hagrid. Come on, bud. Like, you're supposed to be this, like, really loving person. Um, and, like, Snape, I would expect this, and I always give it to Snape, so I think I will stick with Hagrid, even though that pains me to say. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, he definitely deserves it in this chapter. Um, you said you were going to up your points. I gave it a solid 75, because it's not, like, a beloved chapter for me. Like, it's, at parts, even, like, kind of hard to read, um... But I thought it was good, and obviously we got some juicy stuff out of it. But not juicy stuff that I would normally get out of it. Um, I gave it 100. Um, was that before you upped it? Huh? Or was that, like, post-upping it? No, I gave it 100 from the beginning, and I oh, do think it's fitting. Oh, you want to up it more? No, I don't. I think that's fitting. I forgot how much I gave it. Yeah. I thought I gave it, like, 70-something. You gave it, yeah, I gave it 75. Um, um and I, yeah, I... I really, really liked all of her. Um, I like how much discussion about the world can be in the culture of where they are that can be derived from this chapter. Um, so next week we're doing the dream. We're almost at the end, guys. This is, like, exciting times here at Potter Watch. Um... So, I would say, in what class does Harry have the dream drain? That's your password for next week. Mm, good one. Hope that's not too hard. <laughs> um, thanks for sticking in with us this episode. Stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Sorry. Mischief managed. Bum, 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 bum. Thank you for listening to another episode. Um, if you can take a moment and just find us on social media, that would be wonderful. We're Potter Watch on Facebook, Real Potter Watch on Twitter, and on Instagram, we are Podcast Potter Watch, as well as our email, podcastpotterwatch at gmail.com. Please feel free to communicate with us at any time. About any topic. <laughs> um, and most importantly, please... Um, Give us a review on iTunes. This really helps people find out about the podcast. Um, we appreciate all the reviews, and, and it helps us, um, you know, get a better idea of how we're doing as podcast hosts. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it.